Download episodes of previous shows. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Riot Podcast. Welcome to your Monday. Hopefully everybody had a good weekend. Today, Isaiah's here. Today's the last day without Hudson, so mm-hmm. he will return tomorrow. And we even got to talk about him a little bit on the show today <laughs> and how if you saw him on our Instagram page, <laughs> you may not even know if it was him or who it was because he didn't even put like, hey, it's Hudson. And I know. I'm in Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, wherever, you know, wherever he's at right now. I and still think it would have been funny if you were like a casual follower of Radio U on Instagram. Like, yeah. hey, you know, we got, got a lot of followers if we do an interview with a band or something. But like, they don't know maybe what Hudson looks like. And yes. it's like, who's this guy having vacation on Radio U's Instagram stories? Yeah, I wish <laughs> I wish you would have gotten like a direct message or something. Like, who is this? Like, post? Uh, yeah. you guys have someone posting on your account, yeah. like his vacation photos. I don't know if you know this or not. But- it's been fun to watch. So I, uh, you know, Isaiah is filling in for this show that you'll hear today, and then Hudson returns tomorrow with a lot of tales from his vacation in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, and possibly some surprises for us. We can only hope. <laughs> I know. Hopefully, some surprises or gifts please, or please food. Please tell he brought us something back. Yeah, I told him to bring back some coffee or like some sort of snack thing, some sort of souvenir. You we'll know. see what happens. But until then, you at least can enjoy this podcast. Yeah, we talked about that. We also talked about how. Some people just have things that we'll never have, and one person even has ice cream in his home that I just can't even imagine being able to afford. (laughs) We can't afford the maintenance, let alone the machine itself. Let alone the machine. So some people just live a completely different lifestyle from us that I can't even begin to comprehend. Now, Isaiah, we need to be thankful for what we have, too. You're right, you're right. But I would like to have what this guy has, too. <laughs> as much as I love what I have, I wouldn't be like opposed to also having other things you're right. that also sound nice. Lord, do you hear that? Yeah, exactly. Do you hear <laughs> Are that? Are you like, listening? I'm very appreciative for what I have, but if you're willing, I I'm, wouldn't mind having some other things. I'm thankful and grateful. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I like ice cream. Yeah, but I just love ice cream, too. Uh, we also talk about... How football season is back and the preseason got even more heated than it even should ever get heated. If you're a Steelers fan or even Lions, the Detroit Lions, um, it, there was there was more going on in the stands. <laughs> yeah. If you're a fan of those teams, then your fellow fans are not representing you that's, guys that's very well. It. That's it. <laughs> uh, we also talk about how we literally have superheroes living among us. Oh. Because some people can just get by with very, very little sleep and actually be productive, which is a skill that I've never learned how to do. <laughs> so you'll find out the term for it, and then you can hear if if that's you, or if not, if you're tired, that's not you. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's either You're either it or you're pretending to be it, and that's there's it. no other way. <laughs> well, Hudson returns tomorrow. Make sure you text and say hi, 877-2-RADIO-U. Uh, put your name and that you're a podcast listener so we can say hi to you in the next podcast. And again, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today, and thank you, Isaiah, for filling in of course see you guys yeah (laughs) you were one of the lucky few who missed the riot when they were live 
Yet here you are. I also like to live dangerously. This is the worst of the Riot Podcast. So Jeff Bezos lives a lifestyle that we will just never even be able to understand. So on this one, he has a new thing in his house that almost doesn't even make sense to have inside of your house. But he has a soft serve ice cream machine. And how I'm picturing this is just on his wall, kind of built in. It's just a little handle. And he can just have soft serve, I guess, whenever he wants. But he installed it in his house. And it's just one more thing that the rest of us will just never have. We'll never understand. It looks like um, it looks like just a soft serve like yogurt ice cream machine. Um, they say it's kind of designed like a. it looks like an ice cream truck, but it's just a smaller scale. And it's right there on his wall. And he is the first customer to have a soft serve ice cream machine in his house. It looks like it serves three flavors, chocolate, vanilla, and then also a chocolate vanilla twist uh. as well. So this brings me to the question of if you could have anything in your house, what would you have? Well, a soft serve would be good. <laughs> that would be nice. That's a pretty good answer, I didn't right? I think that was one, but um, I think probably a lot of us might want like a, a coffee machine of some yeah. sort or a soda machine. See, I like think, a freestyle. Yeah, freestyle. So that'd be like one of the big Coca Cola yeah, ones. Yep. That'd be a good one. I I think I'd want like a. Like a deep fryer, you know, somebody Ooh. can make like fried pickles and like deep fried Oreos. I don't want something like that. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> I also want someone to make it for me too. So maybe we don't want like, because you can have a deep fryer like now, but you yeah. want like a robotic. I want something that can just do it for machine me. Machine that will know everything and yeah, prep it exactly. all. And, and perhaps an assistant that goes with of it. Of course. And that <laughs> I can just sit on my couch and they'll just serve it to me as well. Oh my gosh. It sounds so nice, doesn't it? It sounds so nice. Just have just disposable money that you just don't care about so you can just buy soft serve ice cream machines put them in your house and just kind of do whatever you want every single day what's probably the worst is sometimes when you're so wealthy i bet he didn't even pay for it you know just the press alone of him being the first one who has it in his house exactly was probably given to it was probably given to him and i bet you they maintenance it for yeah they probably do and that's what you think about they're like they want him to have it just so that they can advertise it as something else to to be able to sell and so when you get to that point where just money doesn't even matter anymore because you have so much of it it's just a whole nother ball game that i just won't ever be able to comprehend i don't think well i think at this point when we we were we were like oh jeff bezos has a lot of money that's great i wish i wish i wish but yeah when we start throwing in the soft serve and all that stuff, now it's just jealousy. Now it's just getting personal, it's you know? It's absolute jealousy. We start uh, having the things we really want, you yeah, know? Yeah, especially because you say you like ice cream every night. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine if the ice cream was already just, just always there? Pull the handle. It was soft and You would delicious. never have to go to the store anymore, mm-hmm. and it's just always sitting there. I don't know. Maybe after a while you get sick of it, you know? Uh, yeah, but that's fine to find out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd love to be at that point. So if you, if there's anything you can think that we're not thinking of that might be a better addition to your lifestyle, if you had anything installed in your yeah. house outside of soft serve, or like we said, even a, a soda machine would be really nice, uh, text it in at 877-2-RADIO-U. We won't make it happen, but it'll be nice <laughs> to talk about it. Hudson sees the glass is half empty. But get this. He thinks a glass half empty is good. The Riot. Radio U. You've got Free Guy and Paw Patrol that are taking over the top of it, right? <laughs> you know, it's a it's a stunning uh, movie weekend when it's like, what do you have in Paw Patrol? Exactly. That's why I, when I read this, I didn't even know 
that there was a Paw Patrol movie. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know that was a thing because they were like, Paw Patrol comes in at number two. I was like, the show? I don't even know if you were the target, so yeah, I, I I'm not too surprised if you didn't see that. I don't think they care if I know that there's a Paw Patrol movie because they don't care if, I'm, if I come to it or not. <laughs> they just want to know if Free Guy or any of the others were on your radar. But, yeah. Uh, for Free Guy, it was, uh, that's the Ryan Reynolds one. Um, it's its second weekend, I think, and yep. it has the best second week hold um, or like what they call the smallest drop off of any film released since Memorial Day weekend. Which is pretty darn impressive. It's very impressive. Are you, how do you feel about the Free Guy movie? Do you want to see it? No, I am just not into, if it's not like, how do I want to phrase it? It's ridiculous is not the word, but like, I just want to watch just dumb stuff on Netflix. Gotcha. And Amazon and, and all the other stuff. Like it doesn't have to be new. It doesn't have to be popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want any, uh, you know, things on Like, I don't have to want to watch this. Yeah. I don't have to go to a theater for it. I've really gotten real lazy. Yeah. Got- <laughs> my watching, though. Doesn't matter if it's from 1996. Then, like, as long care. as it's good, it doesn't really care. matter. It yep. can be old. See, <laughs> I didn't think at first I'd want to see it, but now I kind of do. I don't know why, but I kind of want to see it now, but I don't want to go to the movie theater to see it. <laughs> I'm not some that committed. Just, some people just want to go and see something, yeah. but um, it, it still doesn't have great numbers. So Free Guy made $18.8 million. Paw Patrol <laughs> made $13 million. Uh, So Isaiah might see that. We'll see. Now, now Paw Patrol uh, is kind of piquing my interest. Like, I know, maybe right? I go in the movie theater and see this. What's I don't know. Score? How many tomatoes does it have? Yeah, I know. Exactly. That's what I, when I saw that pop up, I was like, Paw Patrol, huh? I was like, they're, <laughs> they're just making, they're making movies about anything nowadays. I anything. Know. Uh, watch it bring in way more money, like long oh, yeah. haul and stuff. Uh, Jungle Cruise was $6.2 million. So again, these are still lower numbers than theater stuff would expect over the weekend. Yeah. Don't Breathe. Two, 5.1 million and respect at 3.8 million. A lot of my friends said that Jungle Cruise is really good. Did they? They said they really liked it because it's on Disney Plus, so you can you can but see you have it on to there. pay the premium price. The premium price. Is it premium worthy? I don't know if it's definitely not premium well, get, worthy. Ask Nothing friends, is worth buying, I don't think, anymore. <laughs> just wait. Ask your friends again. Yeah. Because I just want to make sure that they understand the question. Yeah, is, is, is it, it worth actually paying for? That's a different question than being like, can we watch it? Like watching it for free is one thing. And since don't don't your parents still pay for your Disney Plus? Maybe I can just charge it to them. <laughs> you, do you want to ask them if they're okay with it? I don't know if asking. You know, I'd rather ask for forgiveness than permission. You know, <laughs> if you want to figure out later if uh, if they forgive you if you order it, or if you want to ask like. Um, uh, if more people can share in your login. Or- yeah, exactly. <laughs> just How many people can we get too? in here, right? Yeah, like, I mean, we're all family, aren't we? But that was the box office for the weekend. So Free Guy, uh, it performed pretty good. This is The Riot. Radio U. Perfect way to introduce uh, this story. Yeah, I'd say uh, Mike <laughs> Richards has been from the highest of highs <laughs> to just the lowest of lows in a matter of like uh, nine days. Man, if you would have told us a year or two ago that Jeopardy would be all people would talk about yeah, I know. in 2021, I would have said, nah. No but- chance. How is Jeopardy going to be like the top story for like a couple weeks mm-hmm. at the same time? But Mike Rich- Richards is done after just nine days 
on the job due to some details coming out of what he had previously said on a podcast. He was uh, said some uh, disparaging things in 2013, 2014. He has some, I think, some lawsuits against him from Price is Right stuff when he was yep. the executive producer of that. There's a lot of stuff. You don't even know this, Isaiah, but like Hudson and I off air last week and ever since he was announced, we would talk off air like, how's this guy like Who is sliding this guy? through on all this stuff? Because Jeopardy's image to me is you know an older crowd yeah i know a lot of people got very vocal about who they wanted the new host to be but those aren't people i think who are still gonna watch it yeah uh but when he was named as the permanent host on august 11th the mike richards guy uh we're like well wait he's got a lot of a lot of skeletons in the closet there. You think, too, like, it's not like they didn't know that. So, like, right. you think that they, they had to do, I mean, so for something like this, you have to do so much stuff for their background mm-hmm. just to make sure, like, you aren't bringing in someone controversial. And they still hired someone controversial. Like, it was, there was no avoiding it. So, I don't know why they would even take the risk in the first place. Now, he's still staying, though, as the producer. Yep. So, he's still staying that. He's just not going to be the host of it. Um, so they started taping August 19th. So last week with yeah. Mike Richards, they taped one show and then that was it. That was all they did because, and they have <laughs> to air it too. Yeah. Why well, do they have to, do you think? That's what they said. They said they oh. have to air it because of the, um, the p- participants going from round to round. So oh, if they don't right. air that episode, then you won't know who won that episode. Hopefully in the, the episode, you didn't say like, I'm the new host. Yeah. My first day on the job. I'm so excited to be here. And you know? that's it. So I guess what they're going to do is they're going to start uh, a new round of guest hosts. So I know everybody still likes the whole LeVar Burton thing. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't seem like they're wanting to pull from anyone that had been tested already. Really? So they're going to just do a, they're gonna do a clean wipe of everybody and just start anew, well, I guess? Otherwise, why would they do new guest hosts? Unless it's just to get some True. more time. And I, don't I think know. they they kind of burned the bridge with everybody yeah, else. Yeah, let's say everybody else is probably upset. They're like, "You really picked that guy over me?" Like, they probably don't even want at this point. They're probably done with it now. Yeah. So for Jeopardy, that was the huge news on Friday. Because again, who cares about Jeopardy? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just so much drama. Yeah, there's um, too much drama for such such an old time TV show. You yeah. know. Yeah. So on Friday, they announced that Mike Richards is still staying on as the executive producer, but he will not be hosting it. Uh, some are still saying for the Mayim Bialik, she's the one yep. who's doing the primetime special. Uh, there's also some people saying that she should not. I saw that too. I I think they should just pick one person and call it a day. Yeah, exactly. Just try to put this all behind them as quickly as they possibly can. Yeah. Or honestly, I feel like maybe they should take the show off for just a couple of months yeah, exactly. and then take come back and rebrand. But yeah. uh, they're still going to try. So they don't have any details on who might be the new testing like hosts. Uh, but some new people are available. If you're looking for hot takes on the day's most important news stories, uh, you're in the wrong place. You're listening to The Riot on Radio U. All I saw yesterday was just the Steelers and something about a massive fight between 
a couple of people, and that was all in the news yesterday. Well, you know football is back when you just hear fighting happening again, and it's never the players. It's always the people in the stands. It's always in the stands. Well, I think everybody's riled up, and I don't know. Maybe you haven't been out in a while, and we've forgotten our non-fighting skills. And uh, this, though, if you watch the video, it's bad. It's, this, is a, this is a tough one to watch because it was a it was a couple and then another man, and the, the couple were arguing, um, and then the other man got into their argument and then all of a sudden the woman hit the other man and then the man is trying to punch the guy and then the dude gets knocked out and everybody's just going crazy and it's weird because he gets knocked out if, if you've seen someone like in a fight and they go all like stiff oh yeah you're like are you alive yeah exactly is he dead <laughs> is like he is dead? he dead did you just do that but yeah exactly it really seemed it, we weren't there don't know no. Doesn't doesn't mean we know, uh, but it seemed like uh, the woman was uh, a bit of an instigator. Yeah, in she that. was definitely in it. like it, well, from what we saw, and we don't know the story, but she looked like she was being a bit aggressive, ah. and and uh, she was the first one to lay hands on the other person. Ah, so this was the preseason Steelers and Lions game. It was at Heinz uh, Field, so that would be Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was. It was a pair. It was a bunch of Pittsburgh fans. It looked like, but at the same time, like it's the preseason. Like can't we like at least get the regular season going when like it really matters like what? nothing matters that much in the preseason are, are you saying Isaiah you want the fights to be during a bigger game yeah, it has to be during a bigger game like why do you care so much like even if you're losing in the preseason that means nothing nobody should be upset at a preseason game just go there enjoy the food the atmosphere if it's a regular season game and your team's getting their butt kicked all right that's different but I doubt well we don't even know if it was about the game it, it, it probably wasn't even about the game I bet like, you it was either the game it was something with masks, the vaccine, yes. uh, the president, or yeah. what else could there be? Uh, you said something about my girl, yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Like it feels like it was about something else, and it just happened to be at a football game. And it just the football game was just going on in the background. I wish there had been like a touchdown score while it was happening or something, <laughs> just to show how little it actually had to do with the game. Well, let's see. Uh, okay, so here's some more details. They said the man in the hat, who ended up being the guy who punched the. Uh, the other guy. I mean, it's, it's hard when you don't yeah, know exactly. like, all the relationships. We don't have names or anything. But. I know. Uh, so let's see. The man in the white shirt then pushed the woman because she had hit him. Um, they just still don't say there was just a lot of pushing. Oh, someone got kicked with their shoe. Aww. It oh, doesn't say the why. Involved. It doesn't say where or how this started, but that was it. So if you saw yesterday the video from the Steelers game, this is the one. Yeah, this is this is a pretty. This wasn't a terrible fight, but at the same time, when somebody gets knocked out, that really takes it up a couple levels. I think if he wouldn't have gotten knocked out, then it wouldn't have been as bad. But when sure. you see him go down, whew, well, do it looks you, pretty tough. Is there like a is there like a nurse station at the stadium? I don't do you know go, that There's got to be the, somebody, right? Do you go to urgent care? Or like, what do you do? Get checked in with the, the doctor. They have to have someone there in case like an emergency happens. But I don't even know. I think they all just get kicked out. They're just like, you know what? Figure it out. You're all adults. <laughs> Figure it out amongst yourselves, okay? If you missed out on the next riot moment when it originally aired, you don't know how lucky you are. You're listening to the worst riot podcast. So the first thing I said on the show today was that I feel fantastic today. But I said that because I have to tell myself that I'm not <laughs> tired every single morning. And that's what I feel like this story is here. Are you lying to yourself? I think you have to because it's called short sleeper syndrome. And it's why some people can sleep like six hours or four, four hours a night and feel completely, perfectly fine the next day, which I don't believe for three seconds. So when I first saw this article, I thought, OK, I must have because I sleep about five and a half hours a night. Yeah. 
But I don't have short sleeper syndrome because if you do and you slept that little, they said you would not be tired during the daytime. So it's like a condition where you can just live on less sleep than everybody else. Dude, we're exhausted. So exactly. I, I come in every this. day so tired. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I try to sleep. I usually go to bed so that I can get between like six and seven hours of sleep every night. But we're supposed to get eight. Yeah, I know. Isn't and I, that weird? And I love getting eight hours of sleep. That's always the goal is like, I'm going to get eight hours of sleep. But if I want to get eight hours of sleep, I have to go to bed at like 845. I know. You just can't. There's, There's no chance hours. that is ever going to happen for me. That's why ever. You, you got to start taking naps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, so if you have short sleeper syndrome, um, there are people that are perfectly fine with it's the five to six hour mark sometimes even like four and a half uh but they do not need the following day to find out if you have this syndrome uh you don't need any like caffeine so you don't need like any energy boosters you you're not moody (laughs) like you're not angry you're not cranky uh you can manage on that small amount of sleep and be perfectly fine if you have this then you are literally a superhero because think of all the (laughs) things you can get done if i only had to get four hours of sleep like every single night i could get so much done during the day because i feel like i spend so much more time sleeping than these superhumans that apparently don't have to even barely sleep it's not a lot of people though it's very small percentage uh it's like uh they have other terms for it habitual short sleeper and hss a natural sort uh, short sleeper, which is an NSS. And if you're consistently sleeping six hours or less and you feel fully functional the next day, then you are a short sleeper syndrome person. I feel like you're either on like one side where like, oh, if I don't get enough sleep, like mm-hmm. I am like so tired or you're the person that's like telling yourself, oh, I don't have to sleep that much and I'll be perfectly fine. And then the next day you just continue to lie to yourself the whole day and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. You know, I don't need any more sleep and stuff. I'm just going to power through it. But they might start saying, like, oh, no, I have short sleeper syndrome. Like, I only have to get, like, four hours of sleep. It's well, not a big deal. We don't because we need sleep and we're very tired. They also say that if you if you have this, then you might also have what they say is hypomania, impulsivity, and high reward drive. So because you're a short sleeper, they say that you tend to engage in stimulating activities the next day that allow you to override your sleepiness. So like you don't even know that you're doing it, but basically they say your mind is always going. You're always trying to do something. You're always going for the risk, you know, high risk stuff. And your body is compensating for not having enough sleep by being so highly energized. Okay, that makes sense. And so if you like if you're doing like high energy stuff the Mm -hmm. next day to where like your mind doesn't even like it's trying to like to push away the being tiredness by doing things that are a little bit riskier than the ever than the everyday person. But you don't know that you're doing it. So she's like, Oh, that makes that's crazy. That's just how you are. You're just like, hey, uh, you're just a a go getter. It's a personality changer. (laughs) If you don't if you get less sleep the next day you're like, you know, I need to take this risk to wake my body up. That's mm-hmm. that's crazy. So if you are a short sleeper, then that's about you. Again, when I first saw this, I was like, hey, I short sleep. But no, I'm exhausted. I'm tired the next day, which means I don't have this syndrome. I'm just not getting enough sleep. The worst podcast with the best listeners. This is the worst of the riot podcast. This one, Shikari Richardson, the big name right before the Olympics. She didn't get to compete. And then, but she got to compete uh, this past weekend and it did not go how she wanted it to. She's the whatsoever. one that had the positive drug test right before the Tokyo Olympics. And she was back to do a, another event, which included all three of the Olympic medalists from the 100 meter dash from yes. Tokyo. 
So they were all in the same so race all, together. Yeah, that was it was her chance to kind of prove yeah. that she was a, like she should have been at the Olympics and had she been there, the USA would have done better because she was running her race, which is the 100 meter dash that she had just put out an incredible time before the Olympics. I think it was the sixth like fastest ever. Mm-hmm. And then she got to race against all these fellow Olympians and she came in last place. It was bad. It was uh, not the performance that she wanted. What was also just bad is people were so mean to her over oh, yeah. the weekend. But because they say that, and and I maybe agree a bit, she was very overly confident. Yes. And sometimes when you're overly confident, you can do it in a mean way. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, confidence is good to have. Yeah. But you got to watch how you have it. Uh, and so then uh, because she was in such last place, uh, they were mean over the weekend. Yeah, she because she was tweeting out like during the Olympics and stuff. She was kind of on Twitter with the Twitter fingers going saying like, mm-hmm. I should be there. Like if I was there, then maybe it'd go a little bit differently for the USA and all this stuff. But she got to realize that these Olympians are no joke. Mm-hmm. Like I, You're the fastest or whatever in the USA, but... There's people that are much faster than some of the people mm-hmm. in the USA. And it had been a places. month since she had done an event. Yeah. And so uh, ended up first, second, and third went to the same people who did first, second, and third in this race at the Olympics. Yes. And, so it and mimicked it was, that. And it was the the woman who, who got first place, which was Elaine Thompson-Hara, ran the second fastest time ever oh, in the awesome. event. So she was Good super fast. And the other thing that's crazy is like if I asked you today or like anyone what would you know about the 100-meter dash that happened this past weekend or last week? You would know that Shikari Richardson got last place, but you wouldn't be able to tell me that Elaine Thompson-Hara ran the second fastest time sorry. ever, and you wouldn't be able to tell me who came in fifth place or fourth place or seventh place. It overshadowed it. Yeah, definitely. And, and it was funny, too, because they kept on posting like that she came in ninth place, <laughs> but even then, that's that's last place. Sure, that's, yeah. That's, that's last. <laughs> They didn't want to focus on the yeah. negative term yeah, of that. Yeah, she came in ninth, and then everybody was in the comments like, isn't there only nine? Like, there? Isn't it just ninth? Like, <laughs> she just came in last place. So that so. was uh, Shikari Richardson from the event. I think she skipped out on the other race then. She stopped. Yep. And she said, this last month was a journey for me, but that's no excuse. Because, I mean... Guys, like, she's still super fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> didn't work out for her. She says, at the end of the day, I'm an athlete. Today was a day, but it's not every day. It's not the end of the day of the world. Like I say, if you count me out, joke's on you. Yeah, she said, I'm not done, and she's going to continue to run, obviously. And I'm sure she'll bounce back and have better performances in the future. But, you know, it just wasn't her day. That happens sometimes. You just don't have the day that you want to have. And, you know, she come back and work a little harder, and then you'll be faster. Just hard when, if you're on your journey, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're trying to get back into it, and uh, everybody, she became like the joke of the internet over the, the weekend. Yeah, if this had happened to her like three months ago, it wouldn't have been a big deal at all. But since she did have prior success, yeah. and then the controversy, Aww. and then now the bad performance, it makes it a little bit harder. Even if you don't like someone, guys, we got to just be nicer online to people. I know well, it's and- tempting, and sometimes they give you the ammunition. Why pay for so many streaming services that you don't really care about? When you can not really care about the riot for free. Radio U. Well, you'll enjoy this one because sometimes you just want to go fast, you know? You just want to go fast. (laughs) And this California car dealership... They let a customer trade in the Corvette that they owned because when they brought it in for just a routine little spark plug replace, the mechanic that was working on the car 
did probably one of the worst things he could possibly do at his job. You would think he would have known what would happen, but he yeah. tried. He did it. He he took went ahead and just took the car for a little bit of a little race, just a little race down the highway. And the car, since it was brand new, has a little camera in it mm-hmm. that shows how fast he's going and just has a whole video of what he did. And he took that thing on the highway and he took that thing up to 150 miles per hour. 150 miles per hour that isn't even his car. What was he thinking? He did a street race with a Dodge Charger. And it has a mode uh, that's called the performance data recorder. I don't think, Isaiah, our cars have this. No, I think you could get uh, away with it if it was my truck. I, <laughs> I think we wouldn't even know if uh, a mechanic no, took no our idea. cars out. You're like, oh, I think that's my car. Uh, but it's a valet mode feature. So, like, maybe when you turn your car in or valet it, also yeah. not something we do frequently. Exactly. It recorded the entire thing. So that's how the guy, the owner, found out. And the owner of the car dealership where the mechanic was said he felt bad and wanted to do the right thing. So now they're um, leveling up to the 2022 model. Yeah, the brand new one. We'll just give you a new car. Yeah, so he'll get the new Corvette and they're paying for taxes. But I I guess it doesn't say uh, if he has to turn in that Corvette. I assume he has to. You think they have to do like a trade, right? Like you guys get this one, just give me the new one. I like- think that so, but it doesn't say, um, but I'm going to... I'm going to say it does. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and just say <laughs> that he has to turn it in he or else that really wouldn't one. be fair. But how funny would it be if you bought the uh, the race car? Like, that'd be funny. Oh, my gosh, yeah. If you bought the one that had went up to 150 miles per hour because the mechanic took it out. But I think also if, they, if I turned my car in and, like, the mechanic was working on it, he wouldn't even want to be like, oh, man, maybe I should go street racing in this in this car. Well, he but had with a big this, truck. He's with, not going to. No, with this dude's car, he was like, okay, this is a little bit this is a little bit dangerous here. I feel like maybe this... This car, I want to take take street racing and go see how fast I can go, I guess. His was a 2021 a C8 Corvette. And I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure out how much. How much does that car cost? How much is that? I don't know. Like, you'd think... You think if you the mechanic would know, like what happens if he crashed? Well, like I think, what if he crashed the thing? You know, I don't know. Okay, he so wasn't it says, thinking. Well, okay, this is expensive, but it's not as expensive as I thought. The base price is just like sixty thousand for the coupe version. Yeah, uh, if you want the convertible one, you owe more. Total price. Okay, now it's better, eighty three thousand. <laughs> so that's that's, that's a bit pricier. Big. That's pricier. I was yeah, it's say. a lot. And then the initial fifty eight, like that's that's not as much as I. I thought this might be well you also think about too he probably has like decked out with like other things you I know all, all that all the probably the windows are tinted you know it's a cool car so i'm sure he's already putting money into it anyway if so not, it's probably worth more than that his new one will because yeah, i'd be n- like i'll take all the extras yeah exactly oh could you guys go ahead and just tint the windows and give me cool rims and Is new tires not, you know I, I would assume you could have sued the dealership for for the mechanic for oh, doing yeah. that yeah like there's no way that's allowed they definitely could sue him and and probably get close to how much money the car's worth anyway. Well, it looks nice. It's a nice looking car. So this guy gets a new one because the mechanic took his old one out and that got all caught on camera for the uh, dash cam stuff. It caught it all. And I assume the mechanic is probably looking for a new job. They won't say, but if you don't get fired for that, then... (laughs) Yeah, that's like the biggest thing. That's the number one thing. I know sometimes we're amazed when, you know, you read normally, no offense to teachers, but normally it's teachers who don't end up actually getting fired a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, And you're like, wait, how? But they still keep their job. But for the mechanic, like, I don't know how you can keep your job if you got caught doing that. That's like the number one rule. Like, you can't do that. 
The Riot Promise is that they'll always have an opinion on everything they talk about. But that doesn't mean any of their opinions will make sense. This is The Riot on Radio U. Uh, so if you follow us on Radio U Official on Instagram, which I'll give you guys a moment if everybody wants to. Go ahead and click follow right now. Okay, good. All right, we're done. <laughs> Everybody following. Uh, you have noticed uh, Hudson's adventures because Isaiah is filling in for Hudson. Uh, Isaiah, uh, Hudson's been going through Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yes. Uh, and I didn't know if you, because you said you saw some of them. Mm-hmm. So he's been showing like some of his stuff he's been doing on vacation. But I was going to tell him when he came back, like, I think you guys, like, most of you only know us by our voices, but you don't know what we look like. Yeah. So I just think if you don't know who Hudson looks like. Those pictures. It just looks like, so, like who's having vacation yeah, on like, Radio use <laughs> Instagram? Like, who is this? Whose family vacation is yeah. on Radio use Instagram? We're just like Hudson, like taking a picture of him, like with like a shark tank behind him and yes. stuff and like all these pictures. Like, was, who is this guy? Like, who hacked the account? It's like, again, I think a lot do know who, like what Hudson looks like. But I, I think in the next time I'll tell him, like, contact of like, hey, I'm Hudson. Yeah. I'm on vacation. Hudson is like doing <laughs> yes, this or anything. It. Just put his name there at least once. Yep. Again, I think most of you realize like that's who that is. But just in case, that's Hudson going on vacation. Yeah. When you when you think about it too, I'm like, uh, what is he doing today? Is he doing more stuff today or is he coming back? I he's traveling back. back. I think what we've seen is it. I'm this not sure we'll it. see anything else. Because that's why I was wondering because I know he's back tomorrow. So I didn't know if it's a decently far drive here today, mm-hmm. you know, so he had to... He had to come back, and so I know he'll be he'll be in the car for a while. Mm-hmm. That'll be a fun fun adventure. And then tomorrow, I want him to uh, try to give us like a whole big bunch of photos. So we'll do yeah. one big posting again. Uh, follow Radio U Official on Instagram if you want to make sure to follow there to see it. I I don't know if he went on the way down or if back, but he was supposed to travel and try this place cookout. Yeah, it's to get in cookout. That was something. And he Bo- had a couple places. Where else he wanted? To, what else he wanted to do? Bo- was it Bojangles? Which sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds horrible, but it's a place. And then he wanted to get that ice cream too that we talked about on the show. He yeah, wanted to that get was the, in Gatlinburg. Yep, that so was in Gatlinburg. There. Well, I hope he has a safe trip back. Um, but please follow his adventures and uh, send him a couple of messages. Thank him for sharing his vacation. For he's not a big share of, of pictures, not. but he did really. He had to do good. I think he had. He knew that he had to put on a show this weekend because he. We always say like Hudson, you need to get more pictures and stuff when you go out. So this weekend he did really good though. He had lots of good photos. Yep, he just never said who he was. This is the Worst of the Riot podcast. Isaiah, uh, Carl just texted you a picture of his breakfast. Oh, it looks beautiful. <laughs> just a egg and bagel sandwich. Looks really good. But it sounds Carl, fantastic. You didn't know that leads nicely into our story uh, about uh, some egg problems uh, in certain parts of the United States, more specifically Massachusetts. Yeah, just like everything right now, there we're just taking turns with everything being a shortage. And so now it <laughs> went from pricey. bacon and now it's eggs. So your egg sandwich might be harder to come by or just more expensive because they looks like especially in Massachusetts they might soon experience an egg shortage. Are you an egg eater, Nikki? Do you like eggs? I do. I, I do. love eggs. So this is similar to when Isaiah said bacon. Uh, like it, for California, they have a new law I think that goes in effect starting the first of next year, where it's certain rules on how pigs are kept and yeah, the change for pig farmers and like. 
um, making sure that they meet the qualifications to be able to sell it. And that means that bacon and stuff are just supposed to be so much more expensive starting at the first of the year. Be- they're trying to move to cage free, aren't they? Is that what they're trying well, to like make for more the animals be treated nicer? Is that the, is that the point of the law? More space. But yeah. then, you know, these places are not set up, you know, to them, they want more of the animals, which yeah. become the product. Yes. <laughs> so if you're like, well, what about eggs? Well, they're calling this Eggmageddon for Massachusetts because they're supposed to enact a new law, meaning that uh, all eggs sold in Massachusetts will have to come from cage-free hens. And the law defining cage-free is a certain amount of space. And not every egg producer meet, meets those setups. Am I reading this right? Is this one and a half foot rule to where Square each, feet, yeah. each of them need a one and a half feet yep. inside of the barn? Which I don't even know. It doesn't seem very, like very much room. Well, they don't even get that, I guess. Yeah, so <laughs> it sounds like they, they can't even get the one and a half foot rule in there. And that seems kind of tight. I don't know if I could live within one and a half feet, but I'm uh, also not a chicken. You're not a chicken. But they did say that a lot of places have adapted a um, an aviation approach to egg farming which means they have like two levels that the hens and stuff can go up and down and kind of move yeah. a little bit more around but that doesn't meet the rules because of the wording okay so like even those egg places couldn't be okay with massachusetts new rules starting in the thing so like they're trying to rework some of this new law that's coming into effect eggs are like an important everyday thing that people need to like every single day actually every single day jim my dog he (laughs) eats an egg so i have Ah! he has an egg for a snack in the middle of every day so if eggs start becoming more expensive, we might have to find a new snack. Your dog has an egg every day for a, he gets for a snack. An egg every single Please day. Please tell me you you do you cook it up or do you just give him the egg raw? Do you just give him the straight shell? raw? No, I don't give him the shell, but you can. Yeah, you can grind up the shell and it gives him like extra nutrients and stuff. But I just I just crack it open. I toss Dude, the shell. I think you're even more of a dog owner than me. <laughs> he makes his coat real nice, and Aww. he just loves it. When I like pull out like the eggs, yeah. he starts getting all yipped up. Oh, he's he super. Knows. He's super happy, and I just crack the egg in there. He slurps it up in like 15 seconds. Well, for everybody else, though, everybody's just getting real bummed out of the fact that everything we buy and eat is just getting so much more expensive. And a lot of this is because of these changes in laws and it really will start to take an effect at the beginning of next year. So if you like something, you should buy as much of it as you possibly can right now. You can't store eggs like that. We're doing that thing again where we just buy a bunch of toilet paper just in case. You can't stockpile eggs. And then you just stockpile everything that you possibly want because in a couple months from now, it seems like $10 more expensive. No, I know this. At the end, if it starts getting too expensive, we're going to Isaiah's house and we're taking your dog Jim's eggs. Yeah. That's enough of that. For more Riot content, head to riot.radiou.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. 
Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. How's it going, guys? And welcome to episode 52 of the Casual Gamecast, a weekly video game podcast for the everyday gamer, brought to you by the team at Casual Game Content. I'm Phil Kyo. I'm Shambo. And we are joined with the lovely Aaron Thompson. It's been a while, Aaron. How are you, mate? Uh, I know. How are you? How are you doing? I've only heard you. I haven't interacted in a while. Well, by, by text. <laughs> That is, that is actually bizarre when you think about it like Aaron does all of our editing by the way for anybody who is unaware and um, we haven't actually sp- I personally haven't spoken to you in a couple of weeks but yeah <laughs> but you've heard my voice every week which is strange mm, the only time I ever get to hear your voices is two days after you've you've used them it's it's an odd relationship we have here boys I want to keep <laughs> yeah. up the track so, sloppy seconds when it comes to voices you know yeah. <laughs> If you have never been here before, welcome. You have stumbled across what is by far the most casual of gaming podcasts on the interwebs, a casual gamecast, if you will. And if it is your first time with us, welcome, because we are going to have quite the show. In fact, we are going to have our 50-second show. And if you are unaware, we record this every week. We've yet to miss a week. So that means 52 weeks in a year. It's been a year, baby. Woo! Yay. <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs> I was letting you get your excitement out first, you know. Yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to shout over your excitement. You know, everyone gets a turn. You're so considerate. You're I know. so considerate. Well, to celebrate, <laughs> like it's a year anniversary, so I decided that to celebrate, I'm going to come to you now in glorious HD, mm. instead of a crappy laptop webcam. We're we're out here doing it professional now, boys. You know. Yeah, I was going to say Shane chose to show his enthusiasm for 52 weeks by painting his color the brightest yellow I've seen in a long while. <laughs> Yeah, it is yeah, an expression there... of how he feels on the inside. It is an expression it... of how he feels trapped between those four walls. <laughs> the, the emotions he feels. He's having a bit of a Bo Burnham uh, yeah. type reaction in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bright canary yellow joy that he feels deep inside his soul. <laughs> Would you believe that wall is actually green? No, it's not. It is no. actually it is actually green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what wizardry have you performed? Ooh, magic. The magic of this is what I'm using my four year TV and media degree for how to light a wall. <laughs> and it's it's bizarre. When I think of you, I always think of you as being like quite red haired, but then you know, I know that it's more of a strawberry blonde situation really, but that <laughs> wall really, really makes your blonde highlights sing, like <laughs> I know I yeah. am. What can I say? I'm glorious golden haired whatever I'm, I'm an Aryan I'm an Aryan's wet dream really you, know you truly I mean? are the Samantha of the group 
<laughs> Anywho, yes, welcome folks. It is, as I said, episode 52. And in order to celebrate, we're going to do things a little bit different around here. Uh, so do stick around. We're going to have some fun things to do. First of all, we're going to do what we normally do and catch up where we've been doing. And maybe even just talk about, wow, we've been doing this for 52 weeks now. That's nuts. Um, but then we are going to check in on what we've been playing, what we've been watching before taking a break and then the fun truly begins because normally we do news items at that point but because of the day that's in it i kind of wanted to do something a little bit different so i have prepared loosely prepared <laughs> a number of parlor games that are video game related that my i'm going to put upon shane and aaron um stuff kind of like uh, 20 questions never have i ever Two truths, one lie, that type of thing. So stick around, it's going to be good. And at the very end, we are going to do our usual community question of the week, which this week comes in from uh, D. Gorman, who asks, if you could play a game from any other game character's point of view, who or what would it be? If you want to know what each of ours would be, stick around to the end. But before we get to any of that, I need to know, lads, how has the week been, Shane? Um... Grand, yeah. I mean, not to give people too much of a peek behind the curtain, but we're not recording on our usual day, so there hasn't been actually a huge amount of time between the last time we recorded and this recording. Yes, in fact, it has been. We record generally on a Thursday. Today is Monday. We had scheduling differences that needed to happen. So, yeah, we've had, like, what, three days, really? Three days. Do you know what I do? Actually, I have some news. I have Disney Plus now interesting yeah so there's my news i have disney i now have another streaming service to add well i don't have it uh my partner's parents decided to get it and they were like here do you want their login for disney plus i was like hell yeah bring it on that's exactly how i have it yeah yeah <laughs> and uh so far so good i'm actually watching um i'm watching a, a, TV, a tv show on it but we'll get to that in our tv show section i don't want to give away mm-hmm. don't want to give away too much too soon for the lovely listeners at home um but yeah, it's a cool service. I've had a flick through. There's loads of interesting stuff that I want to check out on it. Um, I can't wait till they add more and some of the original program. I just watched the trailer before coming on here for uh, Why the Last Man, the TV show that they're making based off the comic mm. book. Looks interesting, you know, and now I'll be able to watch it without having to whip out the old pirate hat and eye patch. <laughs> Not that you would. No, I never. I'd never do anything like that. <laughs> um, I think actually Disney has come on a long way since its beginnings like we we got it right at the beginning again for free thank you uh my partner's parents and <laughs> like it was cool in the sense that like okay every disney movie's on there which is pretty sweet because i'm an animation nerd uh but i'm not really going to go back to them that often um then obviously they had, they had literally bought the simpsons like months before it came to ireland so like you know all of a sudden all the simpsons were on there so it became a simpsons box really and I've literally watched every Marvel movie again about two months before we got Disney Plus. So I was kind of okay with more Marvel movies for a while. But like since then, you know, all of those Marvel TV shows came out. Um, they have that partnership with Star now, whatever Star is. And like all of the most random TV shows and movies are on there now. Like, you know, like I was watching Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage on it there recently. <laughs> and that's like next to Bambi on the, on the you know, the ticker tape or whatever. And then I'm walking, watching The Walking Dead there too. So like you really do need parental controls when you're on Disney Plus. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's not, it's, um, it is a cool service. But like you say, it's weird to be like, you know, 
will I watch Bambi today or will I watch, you know, Walking Dead where it's zombies <laughs> tearing each other apart and killing each other and but it's a good service. I'm enjoying it. Like it's like any streaming service. Like, I was a really early adapter of Netflix. Mm. Like really early. And like that thing has come on leaps and bounds over the last whatever seven, eight years, however long Netflix has been around as a streaming service. You know, at first it was terrible. I was often had days where I was like, why am I paying for this? What am I actually getting here for my six quid a month or whatever it was at the time? God, I remember when Netflix was like six quid a month. When you I don't like even it. know how much it is. Like, I haven't paid for Netflix in years. My partner pays for it. How much it, is it? It's now up to like 10, 12, like 12 quid a month or something. Yeah. I think, yeah, 12 for... Saucy enough. Mm-hmm. I could double check that now, but I think like 12 for like two screens at 1080p. Something like that, yeah. And then if you want 4K... You don't even get 4K? Oh, no, no. no 4K is extra. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you what? don't. Okay, okay. Aaron, you're going to have to report back to us there how much the 4K is. But, yeah. But, um, that, yeah, like in the early days, it, it has come on a long way in Netflix, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, Disney did it, like, overnight. You know, all those acquisitions that they've been doing over the past, like, three years has really come home to roost the second that they did a streaming service. It's great mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely I'm, brilliant. I'm having a look at the price there now. For eight euro a month, you get seven twenty p video. For uh, thirteen, who's paying euro, for that? Some dude with a CRT in Mayo. That's about a. Um, <laughs> for thirteen quid, you get HD video. For ultra HD, it's eighteen quid a month. Um, wow. Uh, I don't see what it says about how many screens can. Oh yeah, but that's up to four screens. 13 also that eight quid a month at 720p is only for one screen so you know that's a that's a very scaldy man with a crt in mayo who who wouldn't dream of sharing it with anyone else that's interesting because like when you think about it netflix came out and it was like 1080p well maybe it was 720 because it's it's that old now but like it it was always an unlimited screens up until like a couple of years ago you know and now now it's like two euro more than where it started out and you're getting 720p at one screen it's like god it's getting fairly like yeah i don't know that's getting very twisty now i would say chances are that one screen at 720p is just for a mobile user like someone who's like yeah i just watch stuff on my phone my ipad or something yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that's that's about the only use i see for it now to be honest um well i know what to get people for christmas this year um (laughs) but uh, moving on from that aaron we haven't spoken Mm. to you in ages how has your life been uh well my my past week has been it's been a roller coaster phil um really ah d- d- minor inconveniences but to me they mean the world um i know the the other day i woke up with a like sty in my eye you can still kind of see how like tight that eye is a bit so oh, i have no. like a little spot it's grand today but the past two days have just been like a stabbing pain in my face every time i blink which is annoying because i do that all the time um <laughs> i'm fond I'm, of blinking yeah i i just love me a good blink um <laughs> So yeah, that's that's annoying. Um, but last week, I so I had an issue with work in terms of pay. There was like an issue with some because of swapping departments, and unfortunately, I didn't get July's pay. So I went nice. the entire month of July with no pay, and two months' wages came in last week. Whew, felt good. That felt good to see. <laughs> that was. Logging on one day and going, that is serotonin right into the back of my skull. <laughs> I enjoyed looking at the change in numbers in my bank after seeing no change for two months. I then 
Yeah, I then promptly launched a big order on Amazon. Now, I have okay. thoughts on Amazon. I could do a podcast <laughs> on it. I would, but, but I still bought a load of stuff from them. <laughs> and not just that, Phil. It felt good. It yes, felt it good. It I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I hate feeding the system as well, but like, yeah. I literally got a new cushion for my seat from them today. Yeah. And that's just what I got today. You know, yeah, oh, I actually, I got, I got, I got something that's really cool. I got like, um, well, it's cool to me, and maybe you, <laughs> you, you like yeah. AV nerds, but I got like it's plugged in now, so I can't really pull it up easily. But um, I got like a a seven foot eight k um HDMI cable Ooh. or whatever, and it's like that thick. It's crazy Ooh. how thick it is. Beefy boy, nice beefy boy. I yeah. wanted to be like see the way the consoles are behind me, which if you're mm. in audio land, there's consoles behind me, and. <laughs> I sometimes want to stream and this is obviously where I sit with my PC. So I wanted to be able to like do 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 snake my way all the way yeah, back, you know. Yeah. Um, but I could not believe how thick uh, uh, an AK um, 2.2 or 2.1, whatever the latest grade mm. is for HDMI is. They're massive. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I was thinking about getting something similar because I was kind of thinking for people I can't see, my bed is like there and that I have guitars at the end of my bed, but someone suggested put a TV there with like a cable that roots on the ceiling. Mm. And I can't get that out of my head now. It's just a notion I have to live with. Every day when I go to bed, <laughs> I have to look at the end of my bed and not see a TV there and feel guilty about the fact there could be. But um, yeah, sorry, going back to getting that big Amazon order. So I... Uh, part of that big order was foam. I have a drum shed out the back with um, drums in it, coincidentally. And um, <laughs> so we got acoustic foam for the corners just to round out the room, gets rid of the woeful sounds and stuff. And I used spray-on adhesive glue. Now, if you want to know what spray-on adhesive glue looks like, look at my arms because it's currently coated all my arm hairs in like patches I did it very messily, and that's another thing I now have to suffer with. So, um, yeah, other than that, I wish there is much strange other than gluing myself to myself and waking up with stabbing pains in my face. <laughs> so it's been, a, it's been a wonderful roller coaster of a time I've had. You truly are the Tim the Toolman Taylor of Kildare, aren't you? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately. So uh, that's, that's kind of where I've been stuck at. Just that and, I mean... <laughs> stuck at uh, see what you nah. mean. <laughs> I hundred percent meant that. Um <laughs> yeah, you couldn't write it, folks. Yeah. Um but yeah, that that sounds interesting. So when when's the big um uh, tape cutting ceremony for your, your new drum studio? Um it actually happened last week before anything got put into it. There's still more to go into it. I have I have it mapped out and ready to order and I'm gonna feel just as guilty every time I get everything new to be thrown in there. But uh I mean, it'll almost be ready to go in like maybe a month. Maybe there'll be posts in the Discord, which anyone who wants to join the Discord freely can to come see my lovely new drum room. You will not be seeing it in person. Mm -mm. Not coming to my house, mister. (laughs) There you go. Get on it, folks. Get on it. There there are going to be some hot, hot pics. Um, (laughs) Maybe to make it to our OnlyFans we keep talking about. Um, But no, good to hear, man. Good to hear. That sounds like you've been keeping busy, if nothing else. Um, I have done very little since we last spoke. I got really drunk on Saturday. Nice. Um, nice. Very drunk. I, I drank a lot of whiskey. And um, me and a buddy, uh, he he called over. Speaking of getting cool things, he, he, he gave me this as well. He's the guy that does all the beat art behind me. Like. 
But he gave me uh, this thing. Audio listeners, I'm sorry. But it's a bead Gengar. Awesome. Which is pretty sick. (laughs) He just turned up with it. He's like, hey, you paid for a pint for me there like a week or two ago. Here's a Gengar. I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) That's Um, class. That is class. It is cool. It is cool. And if you want to see that, guys, you can go to Casual Game Content on YouTube if you are listening to the audio feed just to get that (laughs) that visual aid. Um, But yeah... uh, he came over, we had a couple of cans, and then that devolved down into whiskey, and we were playing games when we could. Uh, Rocket Knight Adventures on the Sega Mega Drive, because we were talking about it with the Allcast guys on the last episode. I was like, oh, throw that on. Man, that's one hell of a game. I, I know I shouldn't be talking about what we're playing right now, but man, that was one hell of a game. But as a result of all that whiskey, Sunday was a complete write-off. So I've done very little since, apart from that. That's your look, as long as you enjoyed yourself. As long as you enjoyed yourself and nobody got killed. Isn't that right? (laughs) Anyway, moving swiftly on. So, lads, at this point of the podcast, we do generally like to just turn around to each other and ask, well, what have you been playing? And, Shane, I have to ask you, it's episode 52. It's the end of the year, baby, in terms of our recording (laughs) schedule. Have you finished Days Gone? I've done it. I have summited the mountain i have reached a peak and we are finished it is done yay party come on oh god <laughs> i want i want you to put in some video effects now of like confetti yeah. <laughs> oh, i actually i actually have some i'll do that hey there we go um yeah so i finally finished it the ending was fine it was satisfying um that game is just fine. You know, like we talked about with the Allcast lads last week. It does some really great gameplay things and has some really cool mechanics. Story is kind of meh, very predictable and kind of straightforward. Your standard mm. zombie-ish story with a few extra twists and turns. But like, after finishing it now, I am, I am kind of sorry there will be no sequel because I would really like to see a development of those mechanics. You know, like there was some really cool stuff in there and especially towards the end, like like we talked about before, Phil, that game just keeps introducing mechanic after mechanic, yes. no matter how late you are in the game. And even right near the end, when I only had about two to three hours maybe of playing the game left story-wise, there was a whole new kind of system of missions introduced. And like, it's given me end game stuff to do now that the story's finished, if if I so choose. Mm. i done a little bit of it just to mess about and see, and it's a bit of fun, but it's ultimately going to wear thin, I think. Yeah, of course. You know, course. because it's kind of like, I'm very much one of those people. That when I finish a story, I don't find myself hanging around for much. Unless it's something yeah. like The Witcher, because the side quests are so story-filled as well. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. A lot of side quests in Days Gone are like, oh, this person left the camp to go on a supply run and we haven't heard from them. Can you go find them? You go find them. They're either dead or alive. Hooray. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, so screw that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm done, Finally. And it was long as hell, but I don't regret it. <laughs> I do not regret it. It is true. Like I, when, when I've been playing it, um, and again, I don't know if I will finish. I'm right at the end, though. Like I might. I don't know. But um, yeah, it really needed a sequel. You know, like it really deserves the sequel. Yeah, because it's so close. Like it just, it just needs some polish. Yes, to be fantastic. You know what I mean? And it was like, it's it's on the better end of fine. You know, to say that it's fine is one thing but you can see the potential in it you know what i mean you can see it it's not just like 
your average seven out of ten. It's like, oh, it's so close to being more than that, you know? Yeah, exactly. I completely agree with you. And after finishing it as well, I don't know, maybe because it's kind of loosely based off pretty much two TV shows like The Walking Dead and Sons of Anarchy. But mm-hmm. I kind of thought to myself, this would make a half decent TV show. The kind of show that, you know, gets like 20 episodes a season that's on at like dinner time every night. Yeah, not, AMC Central. Yeah, AMC. Yeah. Yeah. Not not <laughs> not like not like crazy HBO budget, but enough to have decent special effects and stuff, you know. Dinner time TV. I think it would make a good dinner time TV show. Yeah, for sure. Like it's it realistically it is a crossover between Sons of Anarchy and The Walking Dead in terms of concept. Yeah. And why couldn't The Walking Dead have a crossover with Sons of Anarchy as a spin-off? Well, why not? Like and exactly. it could work. You know, exactly. draw boozer in there, you're at the races. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's that's good to hear, man. Fair play. One, one more time. Yay, we're done. Maybe now we can stop talking about Days Gone. We've been talking, like for a game that was not on our radar whatsoever, we've been talking about that game for like five weeks now. We have. Next week, hopefully, we'll be talking about <laughs> Metro Exodus because I got it really cheap on the PlayStation Store. Interesting. Mm, that is quite the game, although I've only got a little bit into that one i'm i keep meaning to go back to it yeah so i hope to start that this week and by next week when we're recording again i should have some thoughts on the early game of metro Exodus. stick around folks tune in next week tune in to a whole new 52 run <laughs> <laughs> anyway moving on aaron yes what about you man have you been playing much since i spoke to you last since we spoke to you last i have gotten into an online multiplayer game for the first time in a couple of years in my life wow i am playing apex legends the past while and i am loving it i i saw you on the discord you know it, yeah. it shows your username and what you're playing or whatever and i was in, i was looking at it going i didn't realize aaron was into fps games or whatever Aaron didn't realize Aaron was in FPS <laughs> games either. I saw it, and I can't remember what it was. It was it was just like a video. Of someone that like popped up on Reddit. Someone like doing these quick, you know, because it's like it's a parkour FPS shooter in a way. Mm-hmm. I just seeing like you know people sliding through doors and shit like that. I was like, yeah, that's just that's 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 giving me a buzz in my brain that i'm like i just i I like it's a good shooter just you don't stop moving like if you move or if you're not moving you're losing i like that it's just constant um constant feedback just constant action um i'm very much enjoying it now that and because i got one of my mates to download it so i've just been playing with it because when like you have a team as well you can proper just get into it and be like two there two below and what have you but um yeah, I'm so I'm, I'm learning that. I'm getting into the world of Apex Legends and learning learning my different champs. Um it's it's good. I cuz as I said, I haven't been into FPSs before. I couldn't get into them and I realized specifically why I couldn't because I with my quadruple digit IQ decided that the best course of action was to just pump the sensitivity of my mouse as high as possible. That was the only way I'd ever be able to look and so like every time i played fps games i'd like i'd think about looking somewhere and then my character and you're already like there yeah. 720, <laughs> you're past it. <laughs> yeah 720p spins and i was just always getting frustrated i could never aim right and then eventually i just started apex and didn't change the mouse settings or anything i was like oh oh this is different this just feels better and so i've been into it it's fun it's enjoyable um Kind of is what it is. I've seen like a lot of there's there's a bit of a burst back into it because like a new season has started. But uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so it's like the first time I've played a competitive online game because normally, as as Phil, you sort of uh, alluded to, I I don't like playing you know competitive games. I like my sort of strategies, sit back, overlooking sort of stuff. Um, I was never really into the likes of first person shooters or even direct what I like to call direct control games. Um, sure, <laughs> uh, because I I. I did an artsy thing in college. Now everything I do has to <laughs> sound like it gets coded in in, in, a, in a spray of artistic expertise. My direct <laughs> control games, but yeah, it's I was never, beautiful. Yeah, I was never mad into them, but um, yeah, I don't know. Just Apex, yeah, it hit different. I wish I could give like a big, beautiful analytical speech about like all the things I like about it. But I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just start up a game and your brain go burr, Joe. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I love Apex. I think it's great. Um, mm. I, I kind of it came at a point though where I was not as into multiplayer shooters anymore. So I played it for like a month or so, and um, I enjoyed my time with it severely. Um, but I haven't really gone back for the other seasons. But mm. the reason I went into it in the first place was Riot Games. Like their, it is Riot, isn't it? Um, um their last respawn. game, respawn. Thank you. Yes. Um, Riot respawn. Is tolerant, yeah. Yes, that's who that's it is. Sorry, yeah. that's why they're so confusing, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, their last game is probably the best first-person shooter that has ever been created, and it's the most underrated one mm. in the world. Uh, Titanfall Two. Yeah. It's mm, yeah. Titanfall Two is phenomenal. Like, and especially as a multiplayer game, like it has it has the best single-player game probably in any FPS. But like the multiplayer is phenomenal. Every gun feels amazing the versatility of movement with your wall running and all like all that stuff from apex comes from that and throw into the mix well when you get like five kills you can now summon a massive robot and get in and wreck <laughs> shit like you know yeah. it's like it's amazing um but i i literally maxed out every single class in that shooter game and i hadn't done that since like modern warfare 2 so that's mm. that'll tell you like the hooks that that game had yeah and it's still amazing to me to this day that EA released that on the same week as Battlefield 1 and just left it to die because Battlefield <laughs> obviously has that cachet, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were fairly set off the ball. I mean, um, yeah, I never got to play Titanfall, but I recognize like where it come from. You can tell a lot with like the characters. I've seen gameplay and stuff. I never, Rage and I never got to get into or play it myself because i just wasn't into fps's but still uh, going man the, the community yeah. is super strong on pc even <laughs> right. even if you pick it up in a steam sale and like even just play the campaign it is a mm. really solid campaign mm. yeah and it's, it is pretty much like playing apex as well so if you're enjoying that and you just want like a single player tinge on that same kind of experience it could be worthwhile yeah all right i'll give it a shot i'll give it a shot um, but now that we have forced uh, Aaron to play something that he may not have ever wanted to, um, oh. moving swiftly on, I, as I mentioned, had been playing some retro games, played some uh, Rocket Knight Adventures, which is awesome. Um, are you guys familiar with that one at all? You play as like a possum that's in like full plate armor, and it's like a Sonic platformer type thing. But no. like you have a rocket strapped to your back, and that's like the core conceit. It's like you fly around the screen. But like we were playing that, me and my buddy. And every single moment they are throwing something new at you, it's not like a normal platformer. It's just like you'll go from one end of the screen to the other for like a moment and then you're killing people or pigs as your enemies in this along the way. And then all of a sudden it's like this bizarre boss fight will come up 
and then you'll do another little bit of platforming and then a bizarre boss fight and it's like there's always these mad things happening and you never get a second to like rest and it's really intense but really fun highly recommended if anybody has the means to get into that um but the main thing i have been playing since we recorded last and i i played it immediately after we recorded last was hades i've i've sold my soul to hades it's probably my favorite game of the year it's amazing it is amazing Mm. i i have it installed i played a bit of it and i I think i can't remember what it was i just ended up moving on to something else but uh it is i do i loved the art style all like the little things of like you'll stand on one side of a room just leave it and then it'll just show you around and things like that and even just just the raw gameplay of going in and even kind of what i was saying about it it's just constant there's 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 something you have to do um and it's it's one of those games where after you play it even for like an hour or two you just end up your brain shuts off it's like driving on a motorway you just know what to do and then yeah yeah Yeah, you just end up getting the highway hypnosis (laughs) all the all the way to to the end it's great like i don't really enjoy roguelites generally or roguelikes Mm -hmm. or rogue games or any any variation on that system i don't generally jive with it because like I can understand why hardcore gamers like it, but uh, like the whole idea of like you die and you start from the beginning never has appealed to me. Um, however, this has enough hooks in it where, you know, every time you die, you go back to the beginning and you're in hell and you're there with your dad, Hades, and you're there with all these other characters that are super well written and they're, they're really interesting, like super giant just do characters like no other. Like they're, they're mm. really, really cool. And so you're learning more about them every time you die and then you're probably getting stronger as you're going through by picking up stuff because it's like you can still keep your power-ups essentially as you go um but yeah it's just there's something about it and then the weapon variety is crazy because you have like access to i think six to eight weapons and then every time you are going through the level you will get like these boons from the gods so the gods are trying to like help you escape hell essentially and as such they're granting you these little boons that are like power-ups for your weapons or whatever and there's like three or four different kind of permutations per god and they all stack on top of each other so every single run even if you're using the exact same weapon every time will be 100% different if you choose Mm. it to be Uh, and a lot of the times you, you you get random choices so everything that's like pick from one of three uh poseidon upgrades that'll put like water effects on your weapon but it'll be three different random things if you did another run and got poseidon again it probably wouldn't be those at all so you never get to like go oh i'm going to build it in this exact way you're kind of just dealing with it on the fly Mm. and that makes it so much fun because i've just stumbled ass backways into some amazing builds going like i would have never picked that out of a lineup but because i was kind of forced into it by chance it just it, it it worked out amazingly, and I beat bosses I was struggling on, thinking I was doing the right thing, because of this random element that made me do something that was completely against my in, you know intuition or whatever. Um, it's amazing. It's it's fantastic. The gameplay mm. is absolutely bonkers, and I love it. Yeah, it's almost it's like gambling in a way. Those like boons that you get, the way like oh, just next run I'll get a good one. Yeah, yeah. next next round and like even sometimes you'll just end up unfortunately through random number generation you just have something that 
just means you won't be or like it'll be such a struggle to progress your your like three upgrades just won't work with each other and then sometimes you get something you look at an enemy he's dead like it's it's just one of those <laughs> yeah, yeah. things that like and so every time you play and you die you're like no oh, next run will be better it does it does something in your brain i won't get onto it but i think it's like the same thing as like joe if you're ever scrolling through like twitter or tiktok you're like no, the next video is going to make me laugh. Next video will be the best. One. It's the same thing with Hades. You're like, no, the next one, the next one's the one, bro. I'm telling you, bro, I've got it. <laughs> I know, I know, it's going to be deadly. I'll get it this time. I like the way you you bro with yourself, like you know, yeah. this is your internal monologue. Like, I got yeah. it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we got this. Um, I swear. But yeah, this it, it. I've had Hades on my um, Switch since Christmas, and I said to myself I wouldn't play it until I played the other super giant games and I played through Bastion and I played through Transistor and I never got around to Pyre but I said ah to hell with it now it's on Game Pass I'm gonna even though I own it on Switch I'm gonna play it on the more powerful console and yeah just it's amazing I'm I'm gonna be glued to that until Ghost of Tsushima comes out I imagine so we'll see um but that is that guys do you want to talk very briefly about what we've been watching maybe Shane Yes, so I already mentioned I got Disney Plus. I have been watching a couple of things. The first one is The Strain. It's an FX series that was produced and directed and written by Gilmero del Toro. It's mm. about vampires and stuff like that. It's it was out like, you know, five, six years ago, only got like three, four seasons, then got cancelled or whatever. Um, right. it's really enjoyable. It is that dinner time TV, you know. It's a little bit violent because it's vampires and it's a bit gory. But at the same time, you know, I think all the money went on like special effects and makeup and then they kind of went with like lower tier actors. So it feels like that dinner time television. Gotcha. Which gotcha. which I really yeah. like. The only other thing I'm watching as well, which is back on TV, which I'm delighted about, is MasterChef Australia because I love watching cooking shows. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Very good. Um, That's funny, actually. I, 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 I don't have it down on the docket, but I can talk about some cooking shows too. But tell me about MasterChef. So MasterChef is, you've probably seen an episode of MasterChef at some point in your life, you know, mm. 24 odd amateur cooks go in in the hopes that one of them will be crowned MasterChef. Oh yeah, we get, we get the concept. Yeah. It's just more so like, what's, uh, what has you so excited? Well, number one, I love cooking shows, love watching cooking shows, don't know what it is about them. I like to cook, so I like watching cooking shows. What gets me really excited about MasterChef Australia is this is like the exception to the rule of MasterChef television, because there's like a MasterChef for every country. MasterChef Australia is on five nights a week. Wow. Yeah, it's on Monday to Friday, five nights a week, and it runs from, like, August to Christmas. So it's, like, guaranteed Monday to Friday I will have at least, like, an hour, sometimes two hours. More often than not, episodes are an hour and a half long of TV. Right. That I'm, like, you know, invested in and invested in, like, you know, someone gets sent home that I really liked and I'm really bummed out and stuff, and then there's people (laughs) that you don't like because they're assholes, and you you get really sucked into it. I know it's reality TV, and I know a lot of it's doctored and whatnot. No, no. No, 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 no. I won't won't stand here and have you think that, like, I don't get this. I get this. I can tell Mm -hmm. you now. I, um, I, I like these kind of shows, and I haven't really watched many of them over the years, but I do enjoy them, um... Come Dine With Me is a big favourite of mine. I love that because it's just random people being weird in their own houses, you know? Yeah. Um, but the one I started watching recently, and it was because you had mentioned it and I seen it on e- E4, and I was like, oh, oh, actually, yeah. Do you know what? Today's the day I'm going to start watching the show is uh, The Great British Bake Off. Love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I've just started it. I'm just like, you know, 
it's it's the it's the newer ones now. I didn't yeah. see the older ones on the player. So it's the one with like Noel Fielding and stuff in it. But uh, who I love anyway. You remember the days yes. of the Bush. Um, but the the sheer love and affection you have for some of those contestants. Like there was an old woman on that first season named Flo, and she just like she she came out the gate like roaring like she had some amazing cakes at the beginning and then she just yeah. had like two or three days of bad luck and i was like oh god flo you're killing me yeah. oh no flo flo and then she got let go i was like i was genuinely sad making a cup of tea like i, re- I remember flo i remember flo well <laughs> that was a sad that was a sad day for bake off do you know what's can, great about can bake we off? pour one out for we, flo? Can, we can pour it out for, <laughs> pour coke all over my keyboard do you know do you know what i like about bake off more so than the rest of them and i love the rest of them as well is that Bake Off does away with a lot of the reality TV drama. You know what I mean? Yes, it's it's exactly. really everyone's really nice and helpful, and it's yeah. quite happy TV. You know, there is drama because someone's like, you know, you're like, oh, you're putting that in the oven now with ten minutes left. What are you doing, you moron? You'll never bake. You know, obviously, it's easy for me to scream from the sofa like we all like to do. But mm. Bake Off is just a little bit different, and it's a lot nicer, and it's a lot less of the like, oh, let's ramp up all the fake drama that people are screaming at each other and hate each other, and yes. You know, it's relaxing. Yeah, it's amazing, it's amazing I, that they've yeah. like restrained themselves from that for like however many seasons it has ran now. You know what I mean? Like that's something you don't see often, and that's kind of why I also like uh, come down with me or whatever is because they don't get an opportunity to script stuff. Obviously, do you know what I mean? So like people are generally odd, and they've maybe prepared a monologue in their head or something. But like you know, there's not that like sheer obvious like oh she is such a bitch for saying blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, yeah. somebody clearly told you to say that. Yeah. yeah and and yeah, arrange yeah. the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the other thing I had heard about, I believe it was Great British Bake Off, that if a contestant gets overwhelmed, that some of the hosts, I can't remember the names of the two hosts, but they used to just start like um, disparaging brand names on camera. They'd like stand in front of the contestant and they'd start saying like, oh, don't buy this brand, don't, because then they can't use that footage. Yeah. And so, like, oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, that yeah, way, yeah, like yeah. you wouldn't be broadcasted crying on TV. So the, the contestant would come in and be like, oh, I <laughs> don't know what to say now because we could get in shady waters. But like, <laughs> you know, they'd just come out and they'd be like, oh, don't, don't listen to it. This bug a bit more. Don't listen to the casual yeah. game cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, that's yeah, yeah. Um, that's the original BBC host, Mel and Sue, and they mm, did used to do that, and they also used to just stand on camera and just swear profusely if someone mm. was crying, <laughs> so then they couldn't use the footage. Like so, just a yeah, poor yeah. contestant be bawling because her cake fell or something or his cake or whatever, and then they just come over and start going like f this and f that, and you know, and then there's the footage <laughs> yeah, is unusable, yeah. so they don't get to be all embarrassed on TV. It was really nice. See, break off. That is, is nice. awesome. Break like, off even is nice. Chaotic, even the new hosts like good. Noel Fielding and them like they do you know like if somebody's like having a panic attack or something's like going wrong like they're up in the mix like, like there's a couple of times I see Noel like grabbing the you know uh, like bowls and fucking magic or whatever just bringing it over to the person to try and help them out even though like mm. you'd imagine in the rules they shouldn't be interacting but it's like it's loose enough to allow niceties yeah. you know what I mean and that that's cool yeah. Like. yeah yeah really cool I love it I can't get enough of it I'll keep yeah, you updated sure. week to week now on MasterChef and what's going on because I'm going to be watching it from now on until probably Christmas. So every time, <laughs> okay. every time we do what we're watching, there's going to be Shane's MasterChef update of the week. Okay. Well, I don't want that to run too long either. So how about you just come on every week and tell us what was the coolest thing on MasterChef this week? Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> we'll meet in the middle. Uh, Aaron, have you watched anything cool? Um, i tell you what I watched the other night there because I've been meaning to watch For Edge and then I saw it was finding on Netflix. I watched... Neil Blomkamp's Elysium. 
Oh um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that movie. I, I thought it was all right. It could, I think it could Is have that... been way better. The big, I think the big problem was yeah. that Matt Damon was in it, and they shot it to make sure you knew Matt Damon. It was, it was the Hollywood blockbuster, and I, I guess just no, like after seeing the likes of like District Nine and Chappie, mm. seeing like the stuff that Neil Blomkamp can make. Um, it just it wasn't like his film. Like the world in it, you can tell he had a hand in it. The world he built, the way he showed it off, unbelievable. Um, mm. But yeah, you can just tell. Like the entire time I was watching that film, I could just tell there was money behind that editing, where they were like, "Yeah, cut out that line, just put in this one because it's better for a trailer." Stuff like that that like really annoyed me. Um, then yeah in terms of like the film itself i thought it was i thought it was all right like i wasn't upset but i was it was one of those things where like oh this would have been like so much better if it was an indie film yeah you know yes I mean? yeah yeah, Just, yeah I, I completely like the fact they got yeah. the big name probably ruined the pretty much yeah. of the film. they were like we need to milk this for as much audience revenue as possible and it's annoying because it kind of shows because you can tell all the little details in the back. Like there's there's so much stuff that goes on that doesn't get mentioned, but like you still pick up in terms of like, you know, like the security measures, stuff on screens and stuff. So there was a lot of care and effort put into it. But then there was you could tell like at some point you're like that just that was not how he delivered that line. Joe, you, know, you can just mm-hmm. tell they're like moving in and like re-editing scenes badly, um, which annoyed me because especially given like his past as i said with like district nine and chappy like he can make some unbelievable films yeah and he went from he, like he went from district nine to elysium to chappy and it was kind of like district nine blew up everybody loved it so mm-hmm. hollywood got involved and was like we need you to make a movie a hollywood movie and then elysium happened and then he went back and did something like chappy that's a much better movie because it's much more yeah. it's much more um mm-hmm. restrained style. you know yeah, yeah. exactly exactly it, it is it's 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 shot like it's just you could tell like they're they're all shot different or like especially Chappie and District Nine just the way they're shot the way the world's shown to you and you can tell especially with Elysium like it's just from the get go <laughs> like this, this is like um I'm trying to think how to there there is a word to describe it but yeah it's like all the lines are like delivered in a way is like he's shown in a way even like the music cues like the whole film just looks like a, a collection of like if every scene was a trailer for the film, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, or he's like, yeah, he'll like get shot down and then picked up. He's like, I'm going to get rid of them. Uh, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Or like, okay. Yeah. That was exactly how that was scripted. That was completely natural <laughs> and not just pushed forward for plot convenience and what have you. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's funny that you bring um, it up. Like Elysium popped into my head the other day for the simple reason that I was, I seen something about uh, Richard Branson and Bezos and, Elon Musk, mm. the, the billionaire space race, basically. And I was like, yeah. wow, we are really working our way to an Elysium future, aren't we? Where all the billionaires yeah. go live under fancy... 100%. At their yeah, fancy like space I, stations I, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, like maybe they won't be like as dramatic as like a Final Fantasy VII-esque, like people living on the plate, like, you mm. know what I mean? But like, mm. it will probably be, yeah, like the rich of us will leave the yeah. planet at the very least. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be what I believe is known as an anarcho-capitalist society. Well, there which, you go, folks. That's yeah. what you come here for. Yeah, for, for, <laughs> for big, dirty words like that. But yeah, like it's it's not looking too dissimilar. Yeah. <laughs> so take that as you will. Yeah, you're you're yeah. not wrong. I mean, yeah. that's I, I, I think you may put on a bit of clown makeup if anyone listening thinks that they're going to end up um, on Elon Musk's Mars based. 
And if you are going to end up on Elon Musk's Mars, but please donate. Money's nice. You <laughs> clearly have a lot to spend. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> let's set up that Patreon just for you. But anyway, <laughs> lads, that's been interesting. Yeah. I've actually not thought about Leisure myself in a while. So now that that has awoken me to the dystopian future that we're living in, uh, mm. I thank you for that. I won't sleep tonight. Let's move <laughs> swiftly on and take our socials break where we remind you, the viewers and the listeners, where you can follow all things CGC, and we do encourage you to do so. Please do consider it. Um, when we take that, then we're going to come back and we are going to play some parlor games before answering our question of the week. So, Shane, Aaron, with no further ado, for the 52nd time, play that thing! Hey there! If you want to keep up with all things casual game content, you can do so in a number of ways. The easiest way to do so is to follow us on all of our socials at Casual Game Co. Not content because you only get 15 characters, but hey, what can you do? At Casual Game Co. That's at C-A-S-U-A-L-G-A-M-E-C-O. Can't be any simpler than that on Twitter, on Instagram and on Facebook. And when you're at Facebook, look for the group, the Casual Game Community. It's a good bunch. We're going to love you. Come on by. If you could do us a massive favor, like the podcast, review the podcast, and just tell a friend about the podcast. It goes a long way, and you can find all of our content on podcast forms wherever you get your podcasts by searching for Casual Gamecast. Thanks again for all of your help and all of your support. It means the absolute world to us. Now, back to the show. And folks, we are back. Now, as I said, normally at this point of the podcast, we would like to do the news, where we generally talk about what news stories of the week interested us. However, because it is our 52nd week, and it that means it is our year anniversary, I did want to change things up a little bit. So what better way than to play some parlor games? You know, like, Jane, you have been, like, I've been on... 52 episodes here we nearly missed one or two in fairness but 52 episodes here you've been on about 50 or so and then aaron has edited probably 40 of them or 30 of them or something in between and been on about three or four yeah i think i hopped in around episode 14 so whatever the math is on that somewhere Ooh, i was actually pretty spot on like between first 30 and 40 is it bang <laughs> literally started the start of this year wasn't it it was january it was just mm. after december yeah so Pretty much every podcast this year. Um, nice. Yeah. So however many but, weeks are in the year again. But in that time frame, yeah. we haven't played a game with each other on the CAC, or on the CAC, on this <laughs> casual <laughs> game cast, I should say. And I think that's a shame. So we're going to rectify that today, boys and girls. And the way we're going to do that is I have taken three parlor games, the kind of games that you would normally play around a dinner table as you wait for, you know, your food to come out if you were having a dinner party, okay? First of which, we're going to play. And keeping in mind, we're keeping this a video game version of these games. The first of which will be Two Truths, One Lie. The game where you have to pick a subject. Generally, it's about you, but you can play it about a subject where you say... Three statements about the thing, two of which will be true, one of which will be a lie, and it's up to the other people, of course, to guess which one is the lie. Okay, we're all, we're all following each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So I'm flying by the seat of my pants with these two ones. I have I have twenty questions pretty much sorted, but I'm flying <laughs> by the seat of my pants here. So forgive me. Okay. My game is 
Far Cry 5. Okay. Okay. We're, we're familiar? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, my first statement is, in Far Cry 5, I flew an airplane into a bear. Okay. My second statement is in Far Cry 5. What did I do with that again? I rode a jet ski into an alligator. Okay. A lot of animal abuse. That's Far Cry for you. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, I'll change it up. So lastly, in Far Cry 5. I drove an 18-wheeler truck off of a mountain and landed upside down upon my co-op partner. Okay? Three statements of the three of them. Which one was a lie? Uh, I'll go to Aaron first because that's confusing. You don't know who to see. Aaron, you go first. Um, I mean, I can easily see the co-op partner thing happening because, like, it's very easy to be like, "Oh, here, get the truck down here," and then you just completely misjudge the physics. Happens to the best of us, Phil. Mm -hmm, There's, there's, mm -hmm. there's no shame in it. Um, (laughs) The jet ski into an alligator. I can also see because I'm assuming like one would just pop up. And then you've you've hit an alligator with your jet ski just roaming around. Airplane into a bear, I feel, is very... It's the hardest of the three to do. Uh, but it's also the most memorable if you do do it. So... Yeah. It's up for you, man. It's right, airplane into a bear is your lie. Okay, so your answer is airplane into a bear. Mm-hmm. Shane? Of the three statements, what do you think? See, I think the bear one's true because I think that's too cool that you want to tell people about it. I think if that <laughs> happened, you wanted to shout it from the rooftops. So, but have, having played Far Cry 5, it's like super easy to hit an alligator with a jet ski. Like, there's alligators everywhere, there's jet skis everywhere. So I'm going to go with your third statement as the lie. So you're the 18-wheeler off a mountain landing upside down on the co-op partner? Yes. Okay. So we have our answers. All right. Aaron's going with the bear. Mm-hmm. And Shane's going with the co-op partner. So if we can get this in post, please. Drum roll. The answer is number three. The 18-wheeler falling off the mountain landing upside down the co-op partner. Yeah. Because I never actually got an opportunity to play it in co-op. Even though I had people bugging me to do it. <laughs> now... I would have happened, I'm sure. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm sorry. Uh, the bear thing, yeah, that was that was a bizarre thing where I was fighting somebody up in a dogfight or whatever, and then I got hit, and the thing spun out, and there happened to be a bear attacking an, another NPC, and it just. <laughs> 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 but anyway, moving swiftly on. Um, Shane, can you think of any game where you can give us three statements? So, when when you brought this up in the green room, I prepared one. And it's, it's slightly mm. different. It is gaming related, but it's slightly different. So this is Two Truths and a Lie, Shane's Nintendo edition. Interesting. Being a Sega kid. Yes, exactly. So, my first statement. I have never played more than an hour of any Zelda game. Never, oh. like any Zelda game. Any Zelda game. Okay. Second statement. 
I have never played a Metroid game. Ever? Ever. Not even an hour? Ever. Okay. Third statement. I have never actually owned a Nintendo device. And that's from NES to Switch, including all the handhelds. In all my, year, and... in all my years on this earth. Okay. 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 What do we think? Who's going first? You pick. Um. Well, Aaron got to go first last time, so we'll give it to you, yeah. Phil. You go first. Okay. So, never more than an hour of Zelda. Never played Metroid at all. And never owned a Game Boy or a Nintendo product. Sorry, that was just the first one I thought of. Unless I'm looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hmm. That is interesting. I think you have had a Nintendo product. I think you have had one. I think... I know, actually. Wait. I don't want to give away too much of the ghost, but I think that one's a sound bet. Um... I the Metroid one is interesting because not a lot of people that I have talked to over the years did play a lot of Metroid. I'm like I'm like an exception to the rule. Like I've never met another person that wasn't like somebody that was big into retro games that went back to it. You know, like I never knew anyone that grew up with Metroid. So that's possible. And never more than an hour of Zelda. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to say you've never played more than an hour of Zelda, any Zelda game, and that you have had a Nintendo console, but... Oh, wait. I'm supposed to find the one lie here. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to pick the one... Sorry, I was doing it the opposite direction. It's my game. You'd imagine I know. (laughs) Uh, I say that the lie is the Metroid one. Okay. Aaron. Okay. Right, here's the thing. If you've never owned a Nintendo console, then that also would most likely mean you never played more than an hour of, like, Legend of Zelda and stuff like that. You know, those those things would kind of go hand in hand, unless you got it from a friend, but chances are... Chances as well, I don't know... I, I haven't mapped out the entire release schedule of the... Met, sorry, you said Metroid or Metro? Metroid. Metroid, Metroid series. Uh, they're they're all on Nintendo as well, so that would be yeah, that would be a given as well. I think you have had you've you've definitely had a like a Game Boy or a DS at some point in your life. I I refuse. Yeah, that's to where my it. head was as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Most of I yeah. also think there is no way you Shambo would have passed up the chance to play Breath of the Wild for more than an hour. So, so I think, yeah, Metroid. Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, Metroid. wait, wait. Have you poked the... a hole in Shane's logic here? Actually, hold on. Yeah. When you said so, I was like, I'm getting ready for a retraction here. No, no, I was going <laughs> to say so, as in I was, I was getting ready to prepare for the drum roll because I thought yeah. Aaron had chosen his answer. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah. So, what was your answer, Aaron? My answer is the same as yours, Phil. I Metroid. think, yeah, I think you've never played a Metroid game. Wait, do you think that's the truth? You're looking for so the, lie, the lie. You're looking for the lie. Yes. I did it too. I did it too. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I'm after... Sorry. Wait. Looking for the lie. So You think the Zelda one is the lie by oh, wait. that logic. But then... Hold on now. we <laughs> <laughs> blown his mind. Wait. <laughs> wait. So if you've never owned, then if that's the lie, you have owned one. 
meaning you most likely have played more than an hour of it. Ah, now I think two of them are away. Let me let me answer or answer me this question. Do you think Shane has played a Metroid game? But yeah, but now I'm thinking like you if think he, he has. I think like if he's owned a, a console. Wait, was the story not he's never played? So if that's the lie, that means he has. Correct. Yeah. Sorry. So Metroid, so, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's true he hasn't played a Metroid game. Oh, f- but then, like, the other two. I also think the other two are true. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, because okay. it's, li- it's the lie we're looking for here, okay? So yeah, I it's confuse myself here now, too. So, realistically, yeah. okay, let's, let's, let's just go through the three options one more time, okay? I have never owned a Nintendo console. I think. Okay. That, oh, that's, that's the lie. That's the lie. I'm retracting my answer. Sorry. Yeah. We we both we both answered this back with Shane. Yeah. We both think that you have had a Nintendo console, and the other two are less probable. But here's so, the thing. Am I right in saying no, that, Aaron? No one, Shane. I also think it's more believable he's played more than an hour of Zelda than it is that he's owned a console. So unless like unless he did like what I did, I only played Breath of Wild because I got a, a lend of a switch so unless someone landed it to him or let him oh no okay, well well my answer is is going i'm going to change it from metroid i'm going to say the lie here was very much the nintendo console thing i think okay well i'm going to say the lie is no more of an hour of zelda okay shane drum roll please <laughs> phil's correct <sighs> yay i own the game by color <laughs> I only know that because two episodes ago we talked about it. Yeah, I owned the game by color. I thought I, I was hoping I was kind of banking on you maybe forgetting that, but like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I owned the game by color, played like Pokemon and stuff like that. But yeah, I've never really played more than an hour of a Zelda game because I haven't owned many Nintendo devices, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I just never played a Metroid game. There you go. There you go. Now, so that's yeah. one for Shane, one for me, and now Aaron, it's your go. So okay. I guess whoever wins your one wins this. If we both lose yeah. though, if we both lose this one, Aaron gets a point and then we're triple tied. That's true. Then, then 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 we have to have like a face off or whatever. <laughs> Sudden death right. lies. Sudden okay. death. Um Okay. I'm trying to right, I'll, I'll go in the same sort of vein as Shane. Okay. I think the first one uh right, this first one might be a bit of a giveaway if anyone follows me <laughs> on social media. So is it a lie or is it the truth that I have a mural to a video game series tattooed on my body? Uh, I have completed The Witcher 3 multiple times. And I got into a sport based off of enjoying the video games for said sport. Because I want to keep it a bit, a bit vague, if, if you get what I mean. So like, yeah. I played the video game a sport-based video game and then got into that sport in real life, got into enjoying consuming that sport in real life. Can I ask you a question? A yes. clarification one. Okay. When you say The Witcher and you completed it multiple times, what's your definition of complete? Is it like oh, seeing f- the credits? Just, yeah, yeah. Just finished the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Played through okay. it. Okay. I'm going to say that's the bullshit one because <laughs> I don't know about the mural thing. I don't know, actually, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> but I just... I, I, I myself have seen the credits twice on The Witcher and I don't know anybody else that I've ever had that because everybody goes, oh yeah, I played, I played like 200 hours of it, but I never finished it, you know? Okay. So like, I find that so rare that uh, I'm going to go with that one. Bold yeah. Choice. Um, so, Bold choice, Cotton. 
I've seen most of your mural in person. <laughs> we went to college together. I I seen it from its inception. Ah, I was I was hoping you wouldn't consider it a mural. <laughs> I know I've destroyed the leg, but I was like, ah, maybe he just still thinks there's only like one little sticker on the back of the car. So I'm gonna agree with Phil because I do believe the sport you got into you got into based off of video games. Okay. If we have a drum roll, that'll be lovely. Yeah, you're both right. So what happens now? <laughs> <laughs> it's a draw, baby. So we take those points and we move on to our next game. Yeah. Our next game, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's electric. It's electric, guys. Can you feel it? Can you feel it in the air tonight? Um, our next game is Never Have I Ever. Okay, we're going to do one round of this and we're going to see how many uh, times we can get someone to put their hands up. Okay, now we'll try and keep it fun. Don't do something dumb. Okay, like, but for every person that puts their hands up, you get another point. So... Aaron, you're currently on zero point. Nipois. Um, and myself and Shane are on two. All right. So let's just do one round of this and then we'll get into the 20 questions. Okay. So. Uh, never have I ever. This is actually hard. I've done quite a lot of things in video games. <laughs> so I'm just trying to think of what have I not done that I think you guys have done. Um, Okay. Okay. Never have I ever gone to, oh no, I have. I was going to say I've never gone to a LAN party, but I did like back in like 2012 or or earlier, 2007 maybe. Um, This is a hard one, crap. Why didn't I prepare for this? Never have I ever worked in games retail. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was at least one point. Yeah, I, I assume Aaron, you didn't. No, no, not me. No, I wouldn't be caught anywhere near that like a business. I do. I do apologize. I was just trying to think because I, I, it dawned on me. Oh wait, I can't have done the thing. Is the thing. Yeah. Do you know. So yeah. then I was just struggling because like I'm, I, I try everything in games. So I was like, crap. What do I do? <laughs> um. Okay. So Aaron, what about you, man? Never have I ever. Uh, traded in a games console. Really? Yep. Never done it. Wow. I have. Oh, wait, s- wait. Trade it in. Trade it in. Does, like- tra- does trade it in mean it has to be in like GameStop or? Oh no, I know I have done it in GameStop actually. Yeah. Yeah, me too. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I. I, I <laughs> Two still, points. I still own every single console I've ever bought. I, I've hoarded. Wow. Well. My my Wii, my two slim PS2s, yeah. and my one regular one, my PS4. That's about it. Like the reason I had to ask was I was like wondering if I sold a console to somebody, mm. did that count? And then I remember because I never would have traded in a console into GameStop or something, but I did do it once for my PS4 Pro with my old PS4. Ah, yes. To get, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, that's what happened. I nearly, too, I nearly did it once with a DS, <laughs> and then literally while I was at the counter, realized I just lost the charger for it years ago, and he was like, "Yeah, that's like." A very important part of the DS. So yeah, we're like yeah, yeah, not yeah. taking that in. I was like, <laughs> nice brick. Yeah. Anyway, Shane? Never have I ever thrown a video game controller in frustration or anger. <laughs> not hard or anything. Like, I've, I've thrown it into a couch you or something. You can probably you know? see, like, the, the triggers and, like... <laughs> <laughs> 
the seams on the side. I do not get angry at games except for the UFC games. I had no idea why they used to infuriate me when I was playing online because it. I felt like I was actually getting, like I was actually losing the fight. I was just getting angry. <laughs> You're an angry, angry man. I'm, We've all known. Uh, yeah. We've all known. Yeah. I'm sorry. I but couldn't hide it anymore. That means that's two points for Shane. So yeah. that puts you over the top into four <sighs> points with my measly three and Aaron's two. Aaron, you came back swinging in fairness, <laughs> but we could not beat him. We could oh. not beat him. But with that, one more game to pull out of the parlor bag, guys, and that is video game twenty questions. Um, I the inspiration for this, just in case anybody thinks we're robbing the idea, we kind of are for one episode. But um, there is an IGN video game podcast called Game Scoop where they do this every week. Yeah. Um, I think it's a cool idea. I would love that if nobody knew about that podcast, maybe to rob this idea or something, but I'm obviously not that bold. <laughs> but I think it's okay to do it for one episode. So let's let's have a bit of fun with it, okay? So I have picked a video game. It can be any video game on the planet, but realistically, because this is our one and only probably time playing this, I think it's only fair to pick something that everyone would know. You know, everybody has a chance of getting this one, okay? What you guys have is 19 questions and your last one has to be a guess. Okay? Mm-hmm. So like, is it bang? You know? You can ask me anything you want. If if I know the answer to it, I will obviously say yes. If I can't answer the question honestly, I'll withdraw the question from your number. number. Can I can I ask for a small stipulation? Can we make yes, it you can. can we make it twenty one questions so we each get a guess? So we get 19 questions. Okay, okay, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. 19 questions and well, question 20 well, is my guess and question 21 yes. is Aaron's guess or whatever. That's my counter stipulation is that you can't like, you know, use 20 questions of guesses and then have one or of, of uh, finding out and then one guess. So you have to have two guesses mm. if you're getting 21. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Aaron okay. guesses and I guess we each have a different, unless it's okay. like, I mean, if it's conclusive after like 16 questions that we both yeah. know exactly what it is. You know <laughs> you're going I mean? to get down to like a thing <laughs> where there's only two options and then you're just like, I'll just take one if you take the other okay i i have a slight bold rule if if you want to take a guess early does that end all your future questions like if you ask like no no nine questions but i I think i think some people do play it like that yeah i think some people do do play it like that but no no we i'll I'll allow you to keep going i guess i guess uses up a question though that's that's only fair and it's it's yes or no questions right you can only answer yes or no that's that's the rule isn't it yeah yeah well, generally, yeah. Like, I'm, if you ask me, like, what is the genre? I can't tell you. Yes, of course. But if yeah. you ask me, is it a, a fighting game? I'll say yes or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I'm up, mm-hmm. I'm up to speed. I'm okay. up to speed. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So let me just remember my answer just to be sure. And okay. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. We are ready. Okay. So let the questions begin. Shane, you can go first there. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to do this, by the way. So Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. Think of the broad statements yeah, here this, well. this... I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a tip as somebody who's listened to a lot of Games Group. Think of the broad questions uh, like when, where, platforms, that type of shit. That's that, that was actually going to be my... That was going to be my question as well. Um, is it exclusive to one platform? When you say exclusive, do you mean... Like, is at it a... the time or currently? Yeah... I just meant kind of, you know, like Zelda's exclusive to Nintendo, you know, that kind of thing. But 
I suppose games get released on PC all the time now. Say, we'll say at launch. We'll say at launch. At launch? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, is it by an American games company? No. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Was it exclusive to Sony at launch? No. Is it by a Japanese games company? Yes. Was it exclusive to Nintendo at launch? Yes. With a little trepidation, but yes. I, I think I think that there could be argued, even for your first question and that question, that it wasn't. But I think the world considers it as a yes. Okay. okay. Was it released in the last five years? No. Last 10 years? No. Okay. Is it a part of a long series of games? Yes. It's really awkward to hold your hand. Yeah, Part of a long series of games wasn't released in the last 10 years. <laughs> don't, don't worry, we'll cut all this out. There might be some jump cuts in the video, but we'll cut all this out. <laughs> um, let me see. Um, was the game released on Nintendo 64? No. Okay. In this long series of games, do the games tend to feature the same protagonist every time or is it different protagonists in different games of the series? Not including spin-offs. That's not a yes, no question. That's not a yes, well, no question. Well, it is. It's like... Is, the first half was. The first half was. More <laughs> no, no, but just, sorry, I was, I was clarifying. I just meant like, does it have the same protagonist or does it not yeah, have yeah. the same protagonist? Um. Yes. Yes, okay. So that's 10 questions. Okay. Just mm. hands. <laughs> Um, but has long running game series Nintendo same protagonist I'm going to go for another console question was this released on the GameCube no damn <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a tip here as well try and go general with your questions try and take your question and ask yourself could I ask that in an even more broad way to try and hone down, you know, not necessarily picking console by console or whatever, but maybe going by a generation or something. Mm. Does the game series tend to cross genres between games? As in, like, could one game be, like, more of an action game and then one game be, do you know what I mean? Yes or no? No. No? Okay. Keeping in mind everything has spin-offs, the mm, game mm, mm. in particular is in a series, but it has. I'm, I'm, I can't. Yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. We get you. We get yeah, you. Yeah. Thank God we have Shane's beautiful uh, <laughs> HD thing to look at now. Just watching his ponderous face. Hmm. Um. Is it a platforming game? Yes. Okay. We've narrowed down the genre, Aaron. We're getting places. Is it a 2D platforming game? Yes. Ah. 
Is it a Mario game? No. Was hey. it already mentioned on this podcast approximately 20 minutes ago? Approximately 20 not, minutes not ago. Not the specific game. As in since just, we started playing this game. Yeah, no, sorry. I mean, as in was was the series mentioned on this podcast, this episode? Let me just think. Um, I don't believe so. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I don't okay. think so. Platforming games are considered kind of Nintendo exclusives. I'm going to put down my little finger rather than that because mm-hmm. it's like killing me to keep it on. <laughs> oh, Nintendo platforming games are considered Nintendo platforming games. Could there be? I th- Yeah, I think I have an idea, but like it's that last question that threw me, but I think that, that might be my fault for just asking a stupid question. Right, like I mean, no, that's a good question because if if we if we mentioned a lot of games throughout the podcast, you can automatically say, "Well, that's your pool right there." Yeah, 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 of course. Well, like, look, if you think if you think you have more questions that might narrow down what you're thinking, yeah, you don't have to go back and forth. Yeah, no. Um, do these series of games tend to take place in space? It like. I'm not sure how to answer that because like are you saying these games are generally in space? Sorry. Better question. Does this game specifically take place in space? No. Based on your exact wording, no. I'm still trying to think did we mention it at some point? I don't think we did. <laughs> I was thinking in, in Shane's two lies. Or two oh, truths, one lie. Yeah, because yeah, I went with like oh, I got you. I, I, gotcha, I went I with like you. Nintendo edition, two truths and a lie. Yeah. Well, that that knocks off two games straight off the thing there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, it also leaves a lot very open. <laughs> oh, By the way, you have two questions no. and then two guesses left. Yeah. No, I got very excited. So make them count, guys. Make them count. You're very close, though. You're knocking on the door. Are you a human protagonist? No. So you're some kind of animal or monster or creature or alien or something. I'm just trying to think, should I give you a hint or is that defeating the purpose of the game? I won't. No, I won't. I think I think I think any eagle eye watchers will be will probably have guessed this by this point. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm ready to make a guess. I don't even think I need another question. Well so up, we have one left. Do you want one? Do you want another question? Yeah, because I think you know what what game series was on my mind. Um, I think I went so far down that river, convinced myself I was right that I, I'm now stuck for any other that answers. Happens. Yeah, that I've that like happens. I've shut off the. I think Shane should make his guess. Okay, so like I, I'm just gonna stop all my hands. Yeah, so yeah, like, stop you, You're just gonna yeah, take yeah. a guess each. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna say Mega Man. You are right, sir. Hey. Well done. Now, would you have gotten that if I hadn't said the eagle-eyed watchers thing? <laughs> to be I fair, immediately when... looked at the beads, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you said eagle-eyed watchers, I scanned all those beads and went. <laughs> and then when you said non-humanoid, I was like, wait, but Mega Man. And I was like, no, we're wait. He's actually a robot. He's not a human. He's a robot. He yeah. is a robot, yeah. indeed. And that's what I was just trying to think. Like, did we mention Mega Man at the beginning no. of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, thought, I was thinking it was Metroid. I, that's yeah, why I was yeah, like, yeah, take yeah. place in space and then at the same time it's like well I've never really played a Metroid game so maybe they're like I don't know maybe they take place in like Clendalkin or something and I just don't know like 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the sequel. That's what Dread is set. That's yeah. why it's called Dread. It's actually very uh, reminiscent of Kondok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was it. Mega Man. Um, I said I'd keep it as just general Mega Man. If you kind of like, if you got really weird and went like Mega Man Four, I was like, I'd still mm. give it to you, you know. Um, but yeah, that was that. Uh interesting. I thought I thought it was a bit of fun. All the same, yes, you know? yeah, no, definitely fun. We got the party poppers out, we got the party hats on, and we played some games. Okay, that is CGC's first birthday, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move on to the question of the week, shall we? Play that thing! Now, guys, our question of the week this week comes from the Casual Game community on Facebook, where you too can get in there and get in on that question asking action. But this week it comes from D Gorman. And D, how are you, D, by the way? Asks the question. If you could play a game from any other game character's point of view, who or what would it be? Now, what I perceive that question to be is if you think of a video game, you generally think of its lead character or characters. But there's often, you know, bit parts. There's often antagonists. There's other people who you just see flashes of that you don't really see their perspective. If you could play the game from start to finish as those people, who would you pick and why? And I'll get us started here to get the mental juices going. Because I, I, I immediately had an answer. Uh, I have two answers. First of all, um, is Dutch from Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. I would love to see a game where I'm sending Arthur and John and all of them out to do these ludicrous missions in order to, you know, just get that one last score before they go off and, you know, live the high life. But you see Dutch breaking down mentally as the game, you know, progresses. I would love to see those inner monologues as as it's all just falling apart around them. You know, I think that would make for like the writing of the Rockstar team in Red Dead. If they put you in that kind of situation where you're like, you're losing it from the inside and everything's falling apart. I think that would be amazing. And that character was great as well. Mm. So that was uh, my first inkling. But my second one was always one that I thought was really interesting is Shane, you'll know this now, you you know, being a Zelda nut. Um, <laughs> in Wind Waker, which is the GameCube one, it's often said that that's a great game, not only because it's, you know, associated and beautiful and whatever. It's often said that that's a great game because the antagonist of the Zelda series, Ganon, gets really a fair shot in story in that game for the first time ever. He actually has... A character you know he's not just like evil imposing dude he actually you you speak with him like there's many times where he's speaking with Zelda he's speaking with Link and he's just a guy he's just a guy that's like making odd decisions or whatever and it's very humanizing and it's in a very interesting kind of uh, portrayal of that character and I've always kind of wanted to see more of that you know in, to the point where it, he was the focus you know um if you're not familiar with that game that's going to be a very odd choice but anyone that's listening or watching that is familiar with wind waker you know you know yeah mm-hmm. you know um but that's my two answers um aaron what would you say uh i'm gonna go for um i think it would be interesting to see almost the the, the recountance of the story of the last of us but from tommy's perspective after he separates with the rest of them to go off, build that big fortified community. Like, what? I, I, I get there, there's, there's times where it's mentioned about how he got in that situation, but I, I'd like to like play through it and see him like gathering up the troops, almost in his, 
Walking Dead scenario, putting his little tribe together, how they ended up with like a massive concrete fortress. Yeah, um, I, I plus, I mean, I you can have arguments about Last of Us two, but at least with Last of Us one, you're stuck in a world that's already. You know, well defined, well made. I I feel like there's not too. It's more so that I feel like there's not too much you can do wrong with that. If you were to make yeah, a game yeah. and redo it from Tommy's perspective, it'd be very hard to do it wrong. That or I think um, Tess's perspective to see how she met Joel. Um, that could be good. I, yeah, yeah. I, I would. Think. I've always said that I'd love to see more because I thought we would see a lot of it in The Last of Us Two. Um, and not to give any spoilers, but we don't see an awful lot from Joel's perspective in that game. But, you know, I always thought that when that game was coming out, we would see more of that, you know, time yeah. period where Joel lost his daughter. I said this. And then yeah. met Ellie, you know. I said this to Shane in college when they were talking about making the last of the show. I hope that that's what the show covers for a bit, is what got him into that imbecile yeah. stage between after losing his daughter. Show it in the show, right? Because, that could be cool, yeah. Because I, 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 cause I remember as well saying it uh, to yourself, Phil, I'd, I'd prefer if you were to take a medium and put it in another medium, like a video game, into a game. I don't want the game as, as a TV show because, like, a direct you're, retelling. You yeah, want, you're just yeah, yeah. taking away the thing that makes the game enjoyable, which is the interactivity. I want, like, extra explanations. Like, I love watching videos about, like, video game lore because that's, like, an extra thing to the game that I don't get to interact with. So, like, if you're making yes. a TV show about a video game, use a part of the story that doesn't get any gameplay ability. Do you know what I mean? I hope. I think yes, that'd be a great way to go about the TV show, but ultimately, you know, this ain't the HBO offices, if you can't tell. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but like that is that is a great way to go because you know I love those lore videos too. People do, people mm. love them, mm. and if like with the Last of Us TV show, you know Naughty Dog and Neil Druckmann and all them, they are involved, so we are going to see canon pretty much stuff happening you know whether it's official canon or not it's going to be damn close Mm. and that's kind of where these shows need to go they need to work with the developers and go we need canon stories that we can add into this exactly you know like we we need to build on the lore here we don't need to make this six hours of story there is yeah 30 hours of content there is a world there anyway because you know when when he starts um when he first meets like the leader of the fireflies and like they know each other yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And like yeah, yeah. there is a world that clearly has happened between yes. that that big break at the start of The Last of Us before you get I think I think they definitely were planning on doing it at some point, or at least mm. in the future they're going to do it. Because I played through, as I said last week, the first two or three hours of The Last of Us Two again on the PS5 to see how it looked. And I got to that like big pivotal reveal at the beginning of the game and I was happy enough, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to play the whole thing again. But all the way through up that you hear ellie talking about how um joel and tommy did some stuff they were through some shit um back in the day and it comes up a bit you know and it's kind of like i know fair enough they're setting up you know tommy and joel's relationship for good reason but like at the same time they reference it so often in the first game and the second game you would imagine that at some point we were going to see mm. these stories you know yeah but no it's a great answer yeah it's a great answer. brilliant answer. um shane what about you man Similar to yourself, Phil, I've always thought an interesting concept would be to play a game from the perspective of the villain. Mm. You know, um, you picked a very nuanced, well-written character. <laughs> Mine 
can be well written at times, but I would love to play a game where you are like the Joker and Batman pops up as your boss fights every, you know, couple of hours into the game or whatever. Sure, sure, you're, sure. you're out there trying to fuck up Gotham and get Batman's attention and he shows up as a boss fight every now and then instead of the Joker being the boss fight against Batman every now and then. Sure, sure, you know, sure, just sure. to see that perspective and what it is that goes through the Joker's head to mess with Batman all the time. I know we've gotten into his head in a, in a lot of the Rocksteady games, but like to really be like, you know, to peek behind the curtain and be like, watch him sitting there making these plans going, what am I going to do next to mess with the Batman? You know, how am I going to get his attention? How are we going to have some fun today? And just go out and cause general mayhem and chaos. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Deadly. Also, that's that's the second time we've done these questions in the last like two or three weeks where the Joker came up. <laughs> yeah, he's just like I said, he's just fun because he's just so crazy. He he's just super fun. But like, you know, there's actually a few Batman villains. You know, I'd quite probably happily play as the Riddler, and it's kind of a puzzle game where you're setting up traps and things for, you know, for the um, almost like a puzzle building game creating game kind of thing you know where it's like you're building the riddler traps for batman to try escape from give me a penguin game yeah all day long just just let me let me have a multitude of umbrellas that's all, <laughs> that's all i'm after yes you know give me a big rubber duck to ride around in you know? <laughs> awesome awesome no but I, I think in fairness some good answers there uh, D, I hope we got to the core of the issue there. But if you at home have any additions, if you think that we messed up this question, if you think that there was just something on the tip of your tongue that you thought we would say and we just didn't get there, do feel free. Pop over to the Casual Game community where that question was initially asked. It's pinned to the top. And if you don't want to go there, go to our Discord where you can just shout at us directly. You'd find that as a link in the description below. But guys, that has been it. Welcome to year two of the casual mm. game cast as of next recording we are in year two baby and oh my god does it feel so good to be in the terrible twos <laughs> but shane i have to thank you for a year of service good man yourself you're very welcome and thank you for a year of service thank you thank you, <laughs> thank you. and aaron thank you for the best part of a year of service yes oh, thank you very much and thank you lad for providing me with such incredible content to edit every week it's unbelievable. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Gold. Aren't we all just um, so great? <laughs> Can we actually take a moment to just really appreciate how great we are? <laughs> but no, seriously. And um, Aaron, you don't get enough love at all. So thank you not only for all the effort you put in over the, the past year, but specifically for this episode where you're going to have to do a load of little drum rolls and audio cues <laughs> yeah. and stuff. so enjoy that yeah uh, should look that's that's only that's only part of the fun um that's fair the 20 question section is going to be a wondrous experience <laughs> but, uh, for, that's going to be really easy for shane oh, sorry that's going to be really easy for you to edit because nobody will see us like jumping around yeah, you know, suppose, shane, yeah. i'm gonna have to cut it around and stuff and just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> fade to black fade to black fade to white fade to color just start flashing yeah yeah on the screen. star wipes just loads yeah. of star wipes now that i've said it star wipes. yeah i might actually i might actually throw some star wipes in just for the crack that would be great just different different transitions yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, anyway. why not 
And you at home, you've just seen how these ed- episodes get edited. It's just on the spot ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I throw out and I have nothing to do with. Anyway, move along. <laughs> so, guys, if you have gotten this far, thank you so much for making it this far. It has been an awful lot of fun and it's been a pleasure to do this for the last year. And may we do it for many, many more. If you could do us a quick favor, it would be really appreciated. Do like the podcast. Do subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel. Do tell a friend. Do give it a like. Do all of those types of things. It would take probably a moment i realize everybody has you know their own value on time and everything but if you get an hour of entertainment out of us a week a like a subscribe and all that type of stuff goes an awful long way and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for it if you want to find us on social media you can do so in a number of ways they're all in the description below but uh at casual game co anywhere will pretty much find us um i am streaming every tuesday on twitch over at our uh twitch channel which is casual game co also also down below in the description and we are currently doing gta 3 uh, part 2 should be up by the time you hear this so uh do pop by on tuesdays at 8 p.m gmt and we will have a good old time but with that guys it is time to say goodbye let's Say goodbye one after the other. I'm going to say it, then Shane, then Aaron, and then we'll all do it together in a big, lovely choir, okay? So, goodbye. 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 You've all been wonderful for 52 weeks. Thank you. Take care. And most of all, stay casual. Bye. Choose your savings at Excel Federal Credit Union. We're ready to help you get behind the wheel of your next car or truck with two ways to save on your auto loan from Excel Federal Credit Union. Rates as low as 0.99% APR for up to 60 months or up to $500 cash back. You can even refinance your current vehicle and take advantage of these great savings. Call or text APPLY to 770-441-9235 or go to excelfcu.org. APR equals annual percentage rate. Rates and terms subject to creditworthiness and our underwriting standards. Restrictions apply. See Credit Union for full disclosure. With MailChimp, you get more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. With things like data-driven recommendations and powerful automation tools. Get started today at MailChimp.com slash smart marketing. MailChimp, built for growing businesses. Please follow us on Facebook and subscribe via iTunes. You know how fast the world of gaming moves, so don't get left behind. Tune into the GMR Zone podcast for the latest on crypto-powered gaming. Listen wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at gmr.finance. Hello and welcome to the Solid Department and 
the news where we cover all the recycled things in the gaming world. Everything in that recycle bin, we take it and we cover it. This is our weekly show where we discuss some of the most important news in the gaming world. I am the London Gamers, the Sweaty. And I am Richard the Farmer. Thanks for coming together this week to talk about some relevant news. Some of the relevant news today, yeah. Alright, get more musical as the episode goes back. <laughs> so, in the docket we have Destiny 2 primary weapons are getting infinite ammo in the next season. Skyrim is getting a free fishing update and a new anniversary edition later this year. The Quake Remaster is available now. Among Us Dev wishes they could have worked with Epics on Fortnite's imposter mode. And finally, GTA's Drunk Cousin returns. Saints Row is being rebooted. Wow, we yeah. talked about this before. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And now that you're here with us, don't forget to subscribe, click the notification bell, leave us a like or a comment or do anything social that your platform lets you. That's the way. That's the way that you can give us support for the show. That is the only way, my friends. So, Destiny 2, Infinite Ammo. Go, Lucho, go. <laughs> what do you want me to tell? I don't know. Do you like it? You don't like it? You, you're the one who... I, generally, I put the news. You put this news here. So, I'm guessing that you I have thought... something important to say about it. <laughs> no, I, I just... Is this also going to apply to Exotic? Yes. Exotic primaries. How? No, check. Of course, exotic primaries. Yes. Uh, how is this going to affect the balance of those? Well, uh... <laughs> because some uh, uh, some primary exotics were balanced to ammo economy. Yeah. To ammo economy. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. was wondering what kind of effect that, like that's the reason why I was put this. I, I want to hear more your opinion on that. Like, is this change good or bad? And in general, I kind of don't care. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a way. It's a, I don't like it. I, I like you don't like, I like it that. Or... Um, no, because I like that arm economy. It's a it's a thing that you can use to balance stuff around. All right, you know, yes, like, like, yes. Like, 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 not all balance changes should come, in my opinion. Yeah. In the forms of like uh, uh, fire rate or damage or follow up or that kind of thing, because some weapons you just do a little uh, ammo balance. Yeah. And then, then you're done. Then well, the the thing that I was, I I did like this change. Especially because when you are playing in, uh, um, I don't know, it's difficult to say without actually playing the game and the activities. But I overload did overlord overlord overhaul overall. I did like this change <clears throat> because there was some weapons who had such a bad bad, bad mana economy. But ammo economy that you didn't use them that stopped me from even using them, and they are like normal weapons, KSMG and that sort of stuff. But that's fine. That is that is that is fine. Since which, uh, and like, like like you need to have a trade-off. Yeah, the trade-off is that primaries don't do that much damage. 
Yeah, most ammo. of them don't. Yeah, that but, ammo but is, is like the a... thing that you wanted to rain them in on. You know what I mean? Not, 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 not all of them. Like, if you have an SMG, sure, that makes sense. Yeah. But you just, you're just making them like, like a bullet holes. Eh. Yes, exactly. Ki- ki- kind of loses the point of. Well, well, we have uh, like. I don't know. Like, I do like the changes. There, there is not that many exotics that's gonna be like broken by this, really. You don't know that. No, we've been like, uh, I've been like looking at speculations in the Reddit and the forums and and the people who does like the list for uh, DPS and that sort of stuff. Uh, people with data and like there are a couple that are gonna be like super strong <clears throat> coming next season without uh, without needing any economy that were like exotic totally uh, forgotten forgotten because they eat too much ammo but they're I not mean, like super that's, super that's pure speculation yeah of course there is speculation we don't we don't know till we have the patch on and we have infinite ammo on the weapons but when what you feel when you are playing the game at all levels of difficulty is that you care more about heavy ammo and 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 special ammo and like primary ammo is so plentiful that is that it was like an afterthought or you become annoyed because you you like run out of ammo for some reason and you're like ah why and then you go pick up like a break to two centimeters up from you and then and then that's it, right? So that's that's kind of the way they um, they put it into the patch that white ammo, like primary ammo, is so plentiful that it doesn't matter. That is not really something that they care inside the little bit of Destiny that if you have primary or not. If if, if it is so plentiful, you should not run out of. Yeah, so might as well do it infinite and. That's it? No, 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 but then, then what's the point? If it is so plentiful that it doesn't matter, why do a change? B- because of that, because... <laughs> no, no, but, but you see, you, you see uh, the, the fault in that logic? We have so much primary ammo yeah. that it doesn't matter. Yeah, so... you Then do... why make the change? Because it is not a problem, then. It makes, it makes sense. It makes sense. Like no, you have no, so no. many primary you, ammo. You, you just told me that there just the so exercise of the, the exercise matter. of going and pick it up is is it's, it's pointless. It's an action game. So you just you just remove it and that's it. It's 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 an action game. It's an You're action supposed game. to move around. Yes, you do move around for the other types of ammo. <laughs> Again, so so if you're doing that. Like, all you're telling me is that it was never an issue. Yes. So it, just, it was just annoying. <laughs> it was just annoying to run out of primary ammo. It it, it rarely happened. Yeah, that's it. That, that, that is your thing. So you're not. Why why don't you like this change? What, why, th- what you're saying is why fix something that is not a problem when the game has more important problems than that? Who knows? Is destiny. <laughs> but you see the logic that you're telling me is yeah. You rarely run out of ammo because because primary ammo is plentiful. Yeah. So why solve a problem that doesn't exist? Is it, is it a problem? It's like, is this, is this, they, are they created a problem? Are they solving? They're just giving you a... No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just 
you told me this. Like, uh, they're just you, giving you, you a quality of life thing. Uh, even, but my, my point of view is like they're just giving you a quality <laughs> but, of life. But what, what this quality of life creates is a scenario where you completely remove one of the turning tuning knobs that they have. Because they want to solve a problem that never exists. But that doesn't, like, the thing is, like, it, that doesn't mean that the other types of armor are going away. That's, that has nothing to do with the other types of armor. I'm not talking about the other types of armor. I'm only talking about primary armor. Yeah, so armor is still relevant. <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> But, sure, that's not, that's not the point. You just told me. Primary armor was not a problem. Yes. Okay, so why then solve this problem? That is removing one of the turning knobs for weapons that use primary. But weapons were never like the power of primary weapons was never balanced around ammo economy. No, but it's, it's, it's it was never only about balance uh, about ammo economy. But it's something that you could use. Yes, but why? Why would you restrict yourself to solve a problem? that never existed before. Like, what you're telling me is like, ah, oh, they have this knob to balance stuff, but there's a knob that they haven't used ever in the history they of this. They use it in some case. No, they, they, they have used it in some case. It's, it's false that they have never used. They have changed the economy with primary weapons in the past. I don't remember. <sighs> but for me, for me, it's kind of a quality of life change. That's it. <laughs> Right? Just like, yeah. You do, you don't need to worry. You you weren't worried about primary ammo before. Now you don't have to worry at all. That's it. But so there was no problem. There was not even quality of life thing. Yeah, you yeah. Just it's like, it. like you like, just take it out you of your just, mind. Like, like, think, think, no, think out what you just said. You never worry about primary ammo before, so you don't worry about primary ammo now. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? yeah. what's the point? Because there's the instances, the instances <laughs> where you worry about primary ammo were just annoying. No, they weren't like a major but problem. But you just told me you never did. Yeah, but sometimes when when something's happening it was just annoying. It was it wasn't like a, ma a major problem or like or something like when you run out of special or 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 heavy when you actually worry about going to get like a special brick, a heavy brick or something like that. Okay, again, you're just telling me there was no problem before. I don't know, I like this change for difficult activities <laughs> because you in, sure. difficult, in difficult activities you tend to run out of primary ammo for what okay, you're doing. Why, why would you want to remove that? L let's say you're doing something difficult where it's just scary to get out of there to, to get done. Yeah. Because you're gonna get clapped by <clears throat> by the enemies. Yeah. Why would you want to remove that part of the scariness of, of doing it? Because <laughs> I'm asking you. It's it's an yeah. honest question. Like, uh... like it's it's. Why would you remove that decision that you're that could be meaningful for what you just found difficult to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. 
I don't know. That's my position. That's yeah, that's, that's my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Do yeah. I like? I don't really care about this change. Just, <laughs> yeah. It, it just first of all, it seems like a problem that they didn't need solving because it was never really a problem. Yes. And at where the point it matters, then you're removing part of the decision making of the game, which sure. sort of. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's one decision, one decision less that you have to make, and you're saying sure, you like it. Yeah, yeah fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. The only but, but the in only... my in my opinion, yeah. decisions like difficult decisions are what make the game interesting. Fair. Like, shit, there's a lot of shit there. I, there, there is. I'm, I'm running out of primary ammo. Do I risk it? You do Or that how for special. Can I solve this problem? Well, kind of, yeah. yeah. That's, that's that's a thought process. Like like you're removing you're, you're removing that. I don't think that's a good idea well, in general. I see like because the direction, I like that thought process. Like the duration they took it more of a like I feel like it took it more of a fantasy kind of thing because I was thinking about it. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't remember if in the division you have like ammo bricks. I don't think so. Yeah, I was thinking about that. No, yeah, <laughs> like, you do. No, you do. You do have ammo bricks? Yep. I don't remember. I don't remember being like conscious about like going and grab ammo at places in the division. Uh, no, you don't have to. You, you only have. get a special ammo. You just need a special ammo. Yeah, there you go. Uh, no. So it's the same. It's like they, they're they're like making it more of a more more fantasy action, I guess. And the same in Overwatch, you <laughs> don't have ammo, but that's okay. Like yeah. oh, oh, that's Overwatch is not Destiny 2. Yeah, but no, the uh, closest the closest thing that I could think was the division. And in the division, you you don't have like ammo breaks. The same as in um, in Outriders. In Outriders, you don't have ammo breaks. So. So it's making them similar to other games. For the genre, it doesn't actually need the main ammo. Maybe it's losing something. Yeah, I don't you, know. You, you can do your own thing. Of course, you can do your own thing. But it, but still, again, I don't know. I, I like it. I like the change. I don't. I don't I'm, like I'm not saying you shouldn't like it. I'm, I'm yeah. saying you uh, get my co- point. Of course, there's some some exotic that's gonna go out of control. They were talking about a. Uh, um, Especially tra- transformative weapons, transformative primers, which they have like an ability to do some kind of um, shooting beyond what their class is. Like there was a, this sidearm that shoots a laser and eats all the ammo, and that 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 is that kind of is gonna be broken. There is another one, Rat King, an old sidearm which stacks. Uh, damage till it runs out of ammo, but now it's not gonna run out of ammo, so it's gonna be able to stack damage infinitely. You have enough people running the sidearm. Uh, yeah, there are a couple things that get, they're gonna have to balance. <laughs> sure, but but yeah. even aside from that, you see my point. I'm just I, saying. I see your point, but I don't, I don't think I don't think it's gonna do like beyond creating some balance problems. I don't think it's gonna do much to the game beyond making it, it, it happier making it more boring in my eyes well it's more boring for for, for the not having primary not having ammo it's more boring for a person who doesn't play the game even like just at the beginning of the season 
So even less reason for me to play. Oh my god. All right. Stop it. Anyway, so I like it. Lucho doesn't like it. I think. I, I, I like making decisions. He likes making decisions, so he says that this removes the decision from him. I like the, the change from Marinamo. Like, yeah, he wasn't doing any much for the game, on my in my opinion. All right. Anything else? No. All right. <laughs> Our next news: another Skyrim version, because they they are selling us this game every year. <laughs> So Skyrim is getting a free fishing update. Now you'll be able to fish in Skyrim in an anniversary edition later this year with a bunch of uh, Creation Club content inside of it. So they're selling an, an yet another version of Skyrim. So my question for you, Lucho, is are they even going to stop um, sending you Skyrim? <laughs> don't care. You don't care? Have you played Skyrim? You never played Skyrim? Nope. You play nope. any Bethesda game? Mm, maybe. Fallout, Elder nope. Oblivion. Uh... I play Elder Scrolls, I don't care for them. What? I have played Elder Scrolls, I don't he, care for them. So he's played Elder Scrolls, so. So what do you think of Bethesda's reselling us the same game over and over again? Sure. I don't give a shit. I don't buy them, I don't know. <laughs> Did you, did you care about FIFA selling you the same game every year? Oh, you're right. Yeah, they're, they're doing exactly okay, the same thing. <laughs> All right, moving on. I think this is, oh my God, this is just lazy by Bethesda's sake, but I guess they're trying to make some time while they finish uh, Skyrim in space and the next Sky, the, the next Elder Scrolls 5, 6, and that's going to take them like another like couple of years, so... I guess they have to sell something, right? And Skyrim has been selling every sure. time they do a special edition. So it's not that they, it's not that nobody's is, is buying this these products. <laughs> same same as FIFA. Yes. <laughs> so who would really care Fair. at this point? Fair enough. All right, Quake remake is now available in Steam with the original Trent Renson uh, soundtrack. For $10, you can get it today on the Steam store, the original Quake. This just brings me good memories about playing Quake back in university on on Thursdays at night on a, on a private laboratory of the mathematician uh, section. Did you ever do that, Richard? Nope. You never played Quake in uni? No. No, you didn't, you didn't play Quake on Uni in the old computers? No. You miss out, my friend. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big Quake fan. So. You're not a big Quake fan? Alright. Did you play like on real tournament then? Yeah. Yeah, you play a real tournament. When I was so, in high school. In high school. Alright, alright, alright. Yeah, we play we play Quake. Quake 2 in Uni. On the old uh, mathematician lab. They were like, it was it was weird because it was like a small uh, network computer that they used to do like calculations and that sort of stuff. And for some reason, the people who had like administrative uh, permissions to it, 
install Quake 2 on it. So we just played Quake 2. Multiplayer Quake 2. It was a blast. Uh, but yeah, you can get it now. It has 4K, widescreen resolution support, enhanced models, colors, lightning, anti analysis, depth of field, and a new theme song from Trend Resno. Directly from the from the big musician itself so yeah nice yeah super cool super cool uh, uh, remake of the original alright Among Us Dev wishes they could have work in with Epic and Fortnite in poster mode this is like one of the bad and like just sad news of this week have you heard about all this uh, nope. Among Us thing that is happening? Well, basically, <laughs> basically, Fortnite decided to do an uh, imposter uh, game mode inside of Fortnite, and it's basically Among Us. It's like quite literally a copy of it, even the map. And and everybody's just sad because they just blindly copy, like, blindly copy the, the Among Us, and they didn't even like contact the makers or did him a cameo because of course Fortnite by now has been do doing a bunch of uh, of cameos and getting some other ideas and that sort of stuff but generally they uh, like invite the original owners or they work with them and in the case of Among Us uh, they didn't even contact or tell them that they were going to do something like that and they're just sad about it and all the internet is like ah oh, we're sad because epic has been fighting like legally against uh against apple because he's being a tyrant and stealing your money and now uh, they go and do and sure steal that's apple. what they are doing it yeah that's, that's the reason <laughs> and they are now stealing uh, the idea from among us of a small indie developer and they didn't even give it like thanks or anything or acknowledge them Okay, and that, that that is the story. Okay, and that, 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 <laughs> that's the story. What do, I don't know. That is the story. That you think that is sad and steal your idea. No. I don't even like give you no, it's credit not sad at all. or anything. No. no, not even a little bit. No, well, it's, it's. Should I be sad because corporations are evil and bad? No, <laughs> it's, it's it's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> You shouldn't be Grow sad. a little. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, you cannot look at the world with these dull eyes full of innocence. That's not how things are. Wow. <laughs> don't you think like the Among Us developers should sue because intellectual they, properties and that sort of stuff? They can try. I don't think it's a good use of money. Yeah. Because they probably didn't stall anything. They just copied it, which probably fine. Isn't that copyright or something like that? They Are they using the exact same assets? Mm. Probably not. They probably made their not, own. Yeah. There you go. Probably fine. Yeah. From a legal perspective. Yeah, yeah. The thing, the, the yeah. only thing is like <laughs> just epic showing like the double standard about it. Oh yeah, we we collaborate Again. with all the biggest dogs, but if you are. <laughs> A small indie studio where we don't care, just like straight up rob you. Oh, what a surprise! Corporations are bad. Face. My God. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So it's just that it's, it become a big a big news because the internet is just sad and disappointed. Oh, look at my surprise face! I cannot believe that a big corporation is doing shady. Oh my god! How could this happen in this world? Pikachu surprise face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like really? Like really? Are people surprised because a, a big company is being shady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Like what? <laughs> yeah. Even the even the like the the devs from Among Us was like, ah, we've just been like, like we're cool about you like stalling your shit because there's nothing that we can do, but. Exactly, because there is nothing they can do. But if they, could but do they said they like, oh, they should, they should at least like contact us, and we could do a collab or something like that. And yeah, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. At least been, but... at least been decent about it. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Oh no, the corporation—they are evil. <laughs> They're evil. <laughs> but yeah, that's the I'm story. Sure. It, yeah. The story of the century. Correct. The story of the century. Big corporation does evil shit. Hello, <gasps> <laughs> uh, breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Let's look. A, a quote. <laughs> no. A quote. A, a quote from, from the developers. I think it's just hitting me particularly hard today because of the. All the BF Dungeon stuff. Plus, this hits so weirdly personal because it feels like exactly like being a woman in tech. It feels like powerless. Well, that's the point of anyone making your own stories content. So, yeah. Just, just sad people. It, it's sad, but it just... I don't know. It's, why would you expect anything from it? <sighs> I don't know. Just been a little bit like there's actual humans operating this company, man. Literally, they, they, they are, but a modicum of like decency or whatever, or like or like at least at least a shout out. Anything, anything will be like cool. But that's not how big corporations work. Like like all big corporations are, are run by people. Yes, that doesn't mean that they don't do shady shit all the time. All right, Lucho. Yeah, I, know. I don't know. Like, live like in investment firms. War. Yes, they are run by people. Are they shady as fuck? Yes, they are. <laughs> okay. Moving on to more happy news. Then, uh, Saints Row is being rebooted. Confirmed nice. by uh, a teaser about the opening games called Life Night. It's just like the Saints Row uh, building with with. Uh, with the symbols and saying rebooting. So yeah. And it's a whole new game, not a remaster or a remake. So they're making Saints Row 5, will be? Mm, Saints Row Online. Saints Row Online. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it will be Saints Row 5, right? Because Saints Row 4 was the last one. Ah. Uh... Sure. Yes. I don't know if they will roll with the five or they will just do some poor name. Yeah, yeah, either or, either or. So we will see the reveal in the Games Con opening live and we'll be calling here. You will see our live reaction live in all the liveness 
of us on the 25. Right? Are you asking me or are you telling me? <laughs> yes, Wednesday. Wednesday. That's 25 <laughs> of August. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What do you think about Central coming back? Mm, this is mildly exciting. Mildly? Oof. Oof. Stop the presses. Lucho is interested. <laughs> I'm a, I am I, I, I like Saints Row a lot. There you go. There you go. Lucho is putting a foot in the in the hype train. Just just a foot. <laughs> Not even that. No, like like a little pinky. This is something that I will follow. Oof. All right. <laughs> that, that's Big, big praises coming from, from the sourest man in the internet, apparently. <laughs> I'm not that sour, I'm just... <laughs> so yeah, we will see in it live. What do you expect from the reveal? A trailer or something like that? What do you, what do you, uh, you think oof. they're going to do? Teaser trailer, maybe. A teaser trailer, not even a, a full trailer, just a teaser uh, trailer. Who, who makes an intro? Uh, I'm not so sure. Deep Silver. Deep Silver makes an intro. There you go. I mean, have we? I, I remember we haven't had any game from them recently. I don't. I don't think so. Right. N not. Not in recent times. So. Right. Right. And this comes out of nowhere. Yeah, today. like this comes out of like left field. So there could be a chance of like full trailer, <laughs> but because we haven't heard anything. Correct. 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 It could be that this is way ahead. In development, do you think? Like secretly? Production. Not secretly, but just quietly. Just, just quietly then, being developed Saints Row and they're, they're ready it, to it show. It could be. It, it could be because we haven't heard anything. Like, there have been no rumors, no anything. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah, they, they could have been working on this for like a year or two. No. Correct, correct, correct. And completely go under the radar. Six which, years which, since the last Saints Row. Which, lot. if we get a full trailer, will be like big, big. Oof. <laughs> it would, it would, because no one will, was expecting this. Correct, 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 correct. correct. But that's what. Uh, and and to be fair, Gamescom would be the place to do a big trailer reveal. Yeah, because it, it will generate a lot of traffic. It will generate a lot of hype for sure. Yeah. It's, it's a well below franchise, so Gamescom could be the right place to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I don't know. I don't know. Oof, oof. Yeah, apparently, apparently they sh they, it probably is closer to what you said because it says that uh, they leave sleep in the 2019 financial report that still was working in a, in a new Saints Row game or inside the Saints Row franchise, so. Uh, I mean, they've been working for it for like two years. If if that is the case, yeah, and nothing has gone wrong so far, yeah, maybe a trailer, maybe could a trailer. be expected. Oof, a trailer could be expected. You hear first here in the Swedish department and the news, maybe a trailer on Gamescom Day. So don't. But I, I don't expect that much. I want them to prove me wrong, but I don't expect it. Ooh, nice. So yeah, that's 
that's a cool last news for today and that that that's, is it my friend that is very cool yes that make you happy I'm always happy <laughs> all right that's that's all the news my friend That's all for this week's news with the sweaty and the farmer. My name is Luch, and you can find me on Twitter at LuchGipolanko. And I am the London Gamer, and you can find me on Twitter at the London Gamer and on Twitch on twitch.tv slash Gamer, where I will be streaming the beginning of the season of The Lost in Destiny 2 and a lot more streams from there on, I hope. Follow me on your social media to know when I'm going live. Thanks for coming to the sweaty, the farmer, and the news. I love you all. See you next time. Bye. Are you expecting a child tax credit? Deposit and spend it securely with the BB&T Money Account prepaid card. It makes managing your everyday spending easy. Apply for a prepaid card at bbnt.com slash money account. We're all a little hungry for ways to celebrate this summer. Am I right? Luckily, Stop and Shop has everything you need to do just that. With premium cuts of meat, sustainably sourced seafood, and fresh veggies that can go right on the grill. Order ahead for delivery or pickup at stopandshop.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.